What up, guys? Welcome back to All Gas Podcast. I'm Factor. Kevin. And today we have Mo and Andre with us today. So, What's up, guys? Thanks for coming through. What up? What up? What's going on, man? How you doing? Welcome to the show. So, uh, most of y'all might not know who these guys are, but some of you might. Both been in this for quite some time. We were just talking about off camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been years upon years. 20 plus years. I uh, say, what did you say about 20 plus years? Yes, yeah, 20 plus 2000, years. 2000, 2001. Yeah, sure. somewhere around there. Started in the Honda game in what 96, 97. So what? Uh, what got you started? When? Where? Where? Let's, let's start there. Where? Where was let's, your beginning? Let's start at the beginning. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, for me. Uh, I grew up in racing, so my dad raced Volkswagens. Okay. Um, Same shit. Dad he, raced motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> Street race motorcycles. He had an orange and white uh, 73 Super Beetle with a 1776 in it. Nice. And then from there, he went to RX-7, so I got exposed to rotaries young. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, as time went on, now some people get married and can't do it anymore, uh, but he would always take me to the bug races every year. Bugarama? Yeah, Bugarama. I go every year. And, uh, that event used to be huge. Man, you know, it was just, it was enticing to be around it. And, you know, in the garage, it's, it's the dynamic in all of this is that uh, he would work on cars in the garage and he'd ask me to, you know, hold a light or whatever. And he would bump his head with the light, burn his, burn his head and end up yelling at me because I'm not holding the light right. Or throw a wrench at me because, or whatever. Oh, I, just, yeah. I just did that exact same thing with my, my son's three. I'm like, hey, son, hold the, this morning, I'm like, like in the turbo manifold bolts backed out. I had to oh. I'm like, son, hold the flashlight. He's like, okay, daddy. You know, he's just like, and he's start, start playing with it. He started looking around and shit. It's kind of a tradition. So, you know, uh, it got to a point when I got to be a teenager, I told him, I was, you know, like, you know what? When I get older, I'm going to pay people to work on my car. I'm not going to deal with cars. I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> I hate cars. I can't stand Whatever, you know, but it, uh, tables turned and I laugh about that even now to this day because. I just was that was that kid. It just my dad made me really hate cars growing up. Like I got to see him build motors and everything in the garage, but it just wasn't a passion or desire of mine until I hit high school. And then I ended up going to a private high school in Sacramento and uh, being around kids that obviously parents had unlimited funds. You start to see, you know my sophomore year, kids started rolling up. Uh, this is what 95, 96. So Ford or GSR. Kid came to school with a gritty exhaust and intake. That was like, <laughs> he the was shit. shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is back in like 95, 96, and nobody. Smoggable. Man, smoggable shit, you know? And so, uh, where, where it kind of came in for me was, is uh, my sophomore year is when I started to get introduced to street racing. Um, and first car I ever drove was a DA with a big ass wing on it. <laughs> and back in the day, Thermal had made an exhaust with a five inch tip. <laughs> That so, wing either would have been a street fighter or a wings west. Yeah. It was one of them wild ass yeah. wings. So like I, I had no license, and uh, the car was on cut springs. Is that what yeah, the thing back in the day? Yeah, sure was. And uh, my friend handed me the keys, and it was he was like, "I didn't let you drive the car if you get pulled over." So I had never driven a stick before. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. So that introduced me to the Honda scene. But before that, you know, I still love cars, but I actually like low riders. Okay. That was my thing. Uh, mainly like 72 Caprices on, you know, Gold Dayton's and shit like that. That was what I loved. Mm -hmm. But the Honda scene became enticing to me and uh, just imports in general. And then, you know, Battle of the Imports and all those things started to come up. And, and over time, uh, like I say, like 98, when Bowtie was still coming here and they were bringing HKS in June and all the, all yeah, the Skylines and everything was coming here. Yep. Even when Jeremy 
uh, Lukowski and Sean Hiller were bringing the CRX with the H22 yeah. in it. That, you know, even Papadakis, all of them. Yeah. You know, and even lately, I just started following uh, the dude with the, dude with the NSX, the purple NSX, Adam Sartari. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was bringing his uh, RX-7s here. Mm-hmm. Before he switched to the NSX. Yep, yep, yep. And then, you know, even Abel Ibera, who I still see, he's still full in the game. Mm-hmm. Bringing the Flaco, bringing the RX-3 here. Racing that, so it's like you know, I've seen such a span of racing over time and met so many different people, mm-hmm. um, even up to I want to say like 05. Uh, I went to SEMA one year and I just met Will from Exospeed mm-hmm. and we became super tight. And just so happened, I got invited to the Honda party, and that was when Sean Carlson was still around. And I partied with Sean and Steph, and I mean, everybody was drunk, so. You know, it was like, it was yeah. kind of one of those random moments, like, damn, okay, I party with him, 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 and all these people, you know, so it's just like, you know, the industry getting introduced in that way, you know, even like John from Darton, you know, all these people that I've, I've established relationships with kept me wanting to be in the industry. Well, it you know. helped being with Warren, too. I mean, Warren was huge in this area. Well, and so yeah. even, so yeah, even to get in, so like huge. with Warren... Being from Sacramento and having a Honda, I touched almost every single shop. So I'm talking like Miles when Trick Speed was still mm-hmm. around, and Joey Dulce, who had who was basically the first, the fastest stock bottom end LS nitrous car. He won 11.2. He was sponsored by JG, mm-hmm. you know. And then you have Wes, who had uh, I can't remember the name of the shop, but he was in the Thomas, but he worked for Trick Speed. I mean, just all these guys over time. And then Pinnacle came around, and then you know I knew Adam from mm-hmm. high school days. From when he had a silver EK, you know, what I mean, it was single cam nitrous. Yeah. And even in those days, that's how a lot of met a lot of people. Like Clovis, me and Clovis ended up being a uh, in elements together back in the day in Stockton. Damn. You Damn. know, like that's old school. Old school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so. We and were so talking like, about that off camera. Yeah, man, it was like, dude, all them dudes lived right around the corner. Oh, and it's like you know, like I hit up Clovis the other day on, on Instagram, and he's like, he's dirt bike racing now, and, and really like. I would love to see one day just to be able to just have all these old school people at the track or even just So together. there's there's actually talk about him driving a car. I believe it. I seen him about six months ago at my restaurant and I was like, bro, you would never believe what I got in my phone. Yeah. And no. I, I was like, he was like, what? And I showed him an old picture of his, uh, the red EF. Yeah. He was we were, like, what though? He goes, God damn, that brings back to memories. I was actually, I helped Derek move into his little house that he bought and we were going through Polaroids and stuff. We were looking through pictures and there's a bunch of that shit. Him, mm-hmm. Danny, and yeah. Chloe, mm-hmm. they were all going through it. But me and Danny were talking off camera one day and he was saying, if I could get someone to drive, he's like, I'm going to get him to drive the RSX again one of these days. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. it might happen. And it's, you know, the thing, rad, it's like Danny, like you see Danny evolve over time and into being so great. Like I remember when Danny was just, you know, small, the small guy had the B20 VTEC all motor car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, the list goes on of, of so many individuals and even Warren. I say Warren probably had to do the had the biggest influence along with Kevin with Midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, on turbo cars for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. turbo cars and, and all motor cars. And the thing is, is that how I even got involved and even become a part part of Midnight and even eventually buying it from Warren was I was a customer first, um, and it, it started with my red CRX that had a B16 in it. Uh, originally, I had bought Place Racing mounts. Place Racing was one the first company to come on with a mount kit back in the day. Before that, people were modifying factory mounts. And 
I ended up buying uh, the B16 swap from a guy named Paul, who now races IMSA. Hmm. And he was friends with uh, 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 Graphic Effects. Oh, shit. Back in the day with Royal and... Uh, I haven't heard that in a hell of a while. Man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> wow. So, like, so the, the, that, that's how far back it goes for yeah, me, yeah. you know. And, and so, for me, there's a true love and passion for Hondas. You know, as much as I, there, there was a two-year span where I went, where I stopped tuning, I stopped messing with Hondas and t- anything at all, just because I felt like I had outgrown it. But then the phone call came from Steve uh, to present uh, with the M-Factory car mm-hmm. um, that initially when he was getting it built, me and him were tight. And he hit me up, you know, and was like, hey, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to race anymore. You know, he's about, he was about to retire. I think he just retired. And he's like, you know, I'll sell you the car. And I'm just like, I don't want it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to buy the car, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing is, it's just, I mean, to kind of move things forward with the car, he said, hey, 50000 And I'm just like, okay, I don't have that sitting around. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not you. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it's a large amount. And he's like, look, man. And this is a, how I created great relationship with people. He said, look. Send me five grand and come pick up the car. Damn. You know, and that car cost a hundred grand to build. Like, no bullshit. Yeah. You know, oh, so. Yeah. It's got plenty of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it, you know, and for me, it was really intimidating. So, when I, initially, when I was thinking about buying it, I'm hitting up uh, Coleman, you know, and it's like, hey, I'm thinking about buying this car. Then I hit up <laughs> Ryan from Tech 3. Hey, I'm thinking about buying this car. And it's like, car was intimidating to me because I'm just like, worried about all the things about the car like am i going to be able to drive it you know stuff so yeah. i'm hitting yeah, people you buy, like, you buy something with so much history and you're not knowing nothing. you're gonna be able to do what that car had done man and so you know so initially when i when i got it it was just like i was definitely nervous to drive the car and uh initially i i wasn't planning on driving the car i was actually gonna get it and have somebody else drive it but uh I got up the nerve and it's just like, you know, and I had driven several fast cars because there was a dealership I used to work for in Reno and my job was a performance specialist. Mm-hmm. So anytime that anyone came in and want to buy a car, uh, I'd take them on a test drive. So I'm like seven, 800 horsepower GTRs, Hellcats, thousand horsepower GT500s and, and things like that. And so it, there's a, a road called Geiger Grade, which is all wines and turns. This is in Mexico, right? <laughs> yeah, Mexico. Right. Uh, you know, but but the thing I've gotten in trouble for saying roads in California. Really? You know, on the show. So let's just make sure that's in Mexico, guys. That's in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, that's Mexico. Spot. Edit that out, please. <laughs> right. One of those uh, logistics type yeah. shit. So, so the thing is, is like after driving all those high horsepower cars, I was never afraid to get in anything. But for some reason, this car intimidated me, just because it's just. You know, the first time I drove the car, I'm so used to clutching. So I'm clutching a dog box by the strain gauge. You know what I mean? And, and you know, the thing is, it's like I'm surprised not too many people said anything about it when I posted the video. Because you can hear it on the top end where the car sounds like the clutch is slipping on the top end. But it's me pushing the clutch in and forgetting, like, oh, shit, I got to... Strain. Yeah, strain gauge. Let off. Let off. And I was actually riding a clutch and pulling on the, pulling on the shifter at the same time. But it took... Uh, Sorry, sorry to cut you off here. Do you want to explain? Because some people might not know 
strain gauge clutch dog box. You want to explain so, that a little bit? Let's get into that a little bit because I know some of our listeners. I know quite have, a few people that have that, that, no idea so what a strain know, gauge. I'll, I'll definitely quick... say this with strain gauges. Uh, um, I learned about that in the beginning with Jeremy, who used to be a competitor to Kevin. They would go neck and neck at mm-hmm. Sac Raceway back in the day. It was the yellow. No, white, the white, white EG. White EG. And, and he was on a strain gauge. And so that was the first time I really ever seen uh, Honda and I would always ask him, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm trying to set up the strain gauge. I said, well, what does it do? He said, basically, he showed me a log. So he did a pass sh- shifting the car. Mm-hmm. Shifting the car, even power shifting the car, you still lose mile an hour. And he was showing me like, his car would go like 9.5, mm-hmm. 10.0, somewhere in that range. And just regular shifting, he would lose seven, eight, ten miles an hour between shifts. Most people don't think it's that yeah. much. But it's a and, lot. And, you yeah. know what I mean? It makes the difference. The car falls all his face. Yeah. You can see it in the video. Just... And so you're, you're losing boost every yeah. time you yeah. lose mile an hour. Yeah, right? so so he set was set the strain gauge and he set the strain strain gauge up and it almost showed almost no loss. Wow. Uh, so basically a strain gauge, all it is is that it it's strain or tension. The minute that it feels anything, it cuts ignition. Hmm. And once it cuts ignition, it allows for like sec- you know, milliseconds. It's short mm-hmm. for you to be able to pull on it and pull to the next gear. Um, and with the dog box, it's designed to to actually mesh mm-hmm. um, as you pull on pull on it. You know, and that's why you know, like even like Clovis in his all motor car, uh, I believe it was a gear set that was face plated. And that's when I actually learned about face plating. And Liberty is the one who does that. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Charles, you know, the last time I was talking to him, uh, when he was at the track, I even told him, is like, I was asking, what, is, what are you running? And he told me what he was running. I was like, hey, because I think he's running a, a Synchro PPG box or, or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you need to faceplate those. Yeah, he is now. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I didn't know about that until, you know, like learning from Clovis Sr. and Clovis about faceplating gear sets. So then it, it gives a simulated dog engagement so to speak without mm-hmm. and getting rid of the synchro and faceplating all they do is they, they weld some kind of gear or something to the actual gear itself so then it allows you to to shift almost like cluster shifting and so a lot of people don't know but your strain gauge is on your shifter right? yep. yeah. Yeah. and that's why if you it was a lot of well, people don't understand that when you're in the car if you watch a lot of these top guys they they're not holding their shifter normally. They're only grabbing their shifter when the they're shift. shifting because the strain gauge is engaged by the shifter. Holding it. Yeah. If you ever watch uh, Boosted Boy's videos when he put it on his MR2, his first couple passes, he kept resting his hand yeah. and it was cutting initially. Cutting so the car would just be like, again, 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 because he was on the strange gauge yeah. and not letting it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a learning curve. I'm no, sure. there are there there are new strain gauges coming out to where it allows you to rest your hand on the shifter okay. and it doesn't it doesn't interrupt the ECU. <laughs> Um, I can't remember the company that, that it is, but but uh, there is one or two out there that already do it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's basically what the strain gauge is, you know, for the most part. And, uh, it's, you know, when someone tells you, just grab a gear and grab it as hard as you can, <laughs> it's almost like, I'm going to break it. You mean grab the e-brake and power over? Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, you know, so, it's, so when I... When I first drove the car, and I'm grabbing the gears, you know, just it doesn't feel normal or natural at all, you know. But over time, you learn, and and the crazy thing is, what people don't know 
I can't see the dash and I don't have shift lights. I'm a uh, drive-by seat and sound driver. Mm -hmm. So when I drive, I listen and I can normally hear when the car is losing power or it's, or it's at its peak mm -hmm. and so I shift. Um, but, you know, like Shannon from Fame Racing, when I first got the car, I called him and it's like, hey, I'm gonna send these videos on WhatsApp. And he would give me feedback and say, okay, too much air in the tires. You're not in the, you're not in the, uh, the two-step long enough. You know, your burnouts are too short. You know, and just trying all these certain things and just learning. And <clears throat> Shannon initially was when Steve's car went to Vegas in 2013. Uh, and that's when I first was with him with the car. And there's actually a photo of me standing with him uh, that ended up going viral. And that's how I ended up getting my initial four or 5,000 people on Facebook is because <laughs> that photo went viral. And it's me standing in front of the car, you know, my hands on my hips or whatever, waiting, waiting to stage. Well, when I went to go stage, that was the first time I had ever been on a hot track staging a car. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> and so Shannon was right there. He's like, you don't know? I was like, I don't, show me. You know what I mean? And so that's how I initially met Shannon. And the relationship developed from there with him. And so that's where it's like, anytime I have questions. And even like when I bought this pass, undisclosed turbo that I, you know, uh, he even was like, why would, why would you even consider doing that? And we already had the conversation that you should have bought a Gen 3, you know, and I was just trying to be different. And sometimes in this sport, trying to be different, be different, recreate the will. Sometimes it doesn't work yep. and you end up wasting money and, and recreating the will. And even like in tuning, I try to tell people all the time, this is what works. I'm going to give you the recipe. Now, if you decide to do this cheaper part, Mm -hmm. It happens every single time. They end up having to go to buy the part that I tell them that they, that they need to buy initially. You know, and, and you know, that's, that's kind of like a... That goes along with what I think we've talked about a little bit of time, too, is that people, when building a car, you not only need to talk to, like, I, you're like your crew chief or your best friend that's helping you work on the car, but you're, like, engine builder. You also need to talk to your tuner because your tuner is also going to help you, too, a lot, and, you know... A lot of people just build a car and then take it to the tuner mm -hmm. to get tuned, but they don't necessarily have that relationship. And then the tuner doesn't know the car, so he's he's day one. He's got to figure out everything you got, and he's like, you know. Well, that, you that, that right? falls into the cookie cutter thing that I always say. They go online, they see, oh, this guy runs this. I'm going to buy every part that he has. But you're not going to talk to your tuner and be like, hey, this turbo could be better for what you're doing than that could be, or this manifold could be better for this, or, you know, this well, tire size could be more. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. All that. all that stuff could be different for what you're trying to do. It's not just, hey, this guy has this online. I'm going to buy all that shit. Yeah. It doesn't always work. The cookie cutter thing doesn't always work. It doesn't work at all, you know, and that's the thing is, is uh, even with my car, it's a little more advanced than I could ever, ever set up from, mm -hmm. from zero, which I'm going to have to do. Uh, unfortunately, the ECU is locked. So, Damn. you know, I'm driving a car blind. Yeah. Are you still on Honda or are you on no, Motec? No, that's on Motec. It's on okay. M M800. So it's blind. Um, Ooh, so you're on Goldbox. You got yeah. to go to what? the the What's the new one? It's a black box? Oh, the M150? Yeah, because they don't have Goldbox anymore, right? They do. I think there's yeah. still some floating around. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're floating around. Floating around. Not, not new. Around. You can't go through yeah. Motec for a Goldbox anymore. Well, you can go through them and have them erase it. But that's all you can really do. Oh, okay. But you have to go through. Uh, uh, you, can, you can go directly to Motec and have them erase it. But it's better for you to go through an actual dealer or a tuner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've spoken with, spoke with Jason Hunt. I've talked to Abe. Um, and they've all told me the same thing. Uh, wait in the front of the car. 
you know, and everybody has their own opinions. Right now, there's no weight on the front of the car. And that's one thing for, for 2021 that oh, I will You don't be, have any bars? There's no weight. Nothing. There's no traction. Wow. There's no nothing on the front of that car. And it still cuts 1560 foot. The car, the car is NHRA class legal. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it was built for originally. So I believe it's twenty four fifty. Yeah, but you're on the West Coast. We actually had a discussion about that. Chad brought that up the other day on one of his little Facebook posts, and they were talking about that. There are no rules over here. Uh, Why do you think I've been trying to get people into boaties? But so that that's that. I was just about to get into that. Twenty four and a half inch tire, and a belly pan. That's all we. That's all that is. You don't have to have no weight. Yep. 24 and a half inch slick belly pan because that was a knock on imports was they were messing up the track all the mm -hmm. time belly pan saves all that oh it does 100% it, honestly you know talking about reading you know that was it, that first day really started to not look good for us because there were no old downs no. and there was no time on the track where it was like anybody was like damn the import messed up the track and now we got an hour of yeah. downtime mm -hmm. thank you Mason for throwing Rob through the block mm -hmm. not through the pan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had I thought the brake locked up or something when I we, said all we all thought that. that I was like oh he's good and, and then we get down there and there's smoke or nothing I was like oh it's just you know maybe something rock got in there and it's no, he was because it came out the side like it yeah. looked really weird. Yeah. yeah, we all thought the same thing. And I think Carrie's block did the same exact thing. I think so. Yeah, you know. So then plus you and had that Matt, that Matt yeah. too. Matt, and then you also and the, the funny thing about Matt is he told him he's like, bro, I turned it all all the way up. Oh, you see, could, you could tell. So yeah, that car, yeah, we, yeah, we that car sounded good. <laughs> he said he turned it all the way up. And you know the man had my car not broke. Um, during that pass, it would have been a great race because the cars were comparable. Mm -hmm. Even though I had, I was on a, I, you know, had to switch to a different turbo for that next event or for the next day. I was on a Borg, an old ass Borg Warner, uh, <laughs> from somebody, this guy Jason, I can't remember his last name, but somebody I knew back in the day. He had a blue EG and it was a Bay Area car that ended up in Reno, <laughs> and that was on a Borg a S four hundred, a seventy four millimeter. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so would you, when did you swap it out? At the middle of the last night, Saturday night. So, so, so everything happened. So right when we got there Saturday, he blew his turbo because that pass yeah. he made. Because it was funny. The guy, the starter was like, because I was betting the starter. Anytime something happened, yeah, yeah. we were betting if there was oil on the track. Anytime something happened with import, because his mind, that's the oh, first thing that yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. I was three for three. There was no oil Because <laughs> when that happened, it smoke everywhere. Oh, yeah. I was like. I was like, he was like, oh, there's oil. I said, no, that's a turbo. Ain't no oil. Mm -hmm. He came back, handed me my money. Like, Ain't no oil. <laughs> so, like, fire him up. So you know, originally, most of the time, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even brought the car out because it was last minute for me, and I just felt like the car wasn't prepared. But Mo and I go back, you know, uh, a long time. I want to say probably 15 years yeah. or so, and. All the Bodie events, he always hits me up, like, come out, come hang out. And so there have been a few times we come out and hang out, and I'll, I'll be on the track with him. We, we'll be talking, and... and uh, I'm usually we'll, in the starting line bed. Trying to make some money. I don't, I don't think any, let the import dudes know. I don't know if they know how much money is to be dude, made. It's crazy. Oh, sitting, sitting in that fucking line, dude. It's crazy. Yo, hey, you crazy. can pay your rent I love, for I love, yeah, all my right. money, and then... I only have five bucks left. I looked at Bo. I said, "Man, you want five bucks?" I got, I got five dollars left. He was like, "I put in I'll three with your fucking <laughs> You'll find somebody to take a shit. We lost almost a thousand dollars in the pit with that dude with the little caps. 
Oh my! Hey, why was I thinking about that dude? Why did I tell you I to walk? I told you. Hey, I remember a trick though, because he would do like this, and then when he was sitting down, he would turn it down. I walked over. I walked over. I was like, and he snuck in on him. He let him win one. I said, bro, you guys are done. I was like, walk away now. I was like, no, we got. I won once, and I lost once. I was done. I was like, you guys have fun. I never bet. I was like, just walk away now. But I, I caught him as he was doing. Yeah, he would turn the plate. Every time. Yeah, and you would do it so you wouldn't notice yep. and turn in the plate. Because you're looking back at your money or something like that and you wouldn't realize it, but yep. yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that moment over the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of money. Man. See, yeah, at the at the dunk the dunk races, it was like seven of them dudes out there Jeez. just hustling people. I'm like, oh, it's a hustle. Hey, make your money. Make your man. Money. But the race, uh I had a, I had the street racing mentality as where you know what? He called me, and I knew how important it was for the import scene to have a new a new face, a new a new chapter written. Because mm-hmm. the CMIs and you know all in the race wars and everything else, they're great. They're great events, but now it's time to bring something else in that that introduce something new mm-hmm. to to the scene. And being at a Bodie event, it's like, oh man, you know, Team Bodie totally already, you know, already has a brand behind himself, and mm-hmm. and to be able to put in, imports behind that, mm-hmm. you know, could definitely change the game. So coming to, to Reading, I was just like, you know what, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. It is what it is. I don't, and that's where I put the car on the dyno. It made not that great of power. It only made eight hundred. You know, you know what I mean? Only. That's like saying, you know, 12s aren't fast anymore. They aren't. 800's not fast anymore. It's like, you're 1,000 and 1,200 all day. It made 800, and I knew that because I had no access to anything, that I was driving a time bomb. And so it was just a matter of time before something happened. So, unfortunately, my last pass, yes, the clutch was gone. And motor let go on the top end uh a lot and i didn't realize it until i pulled the chute and i was coming around the return road and i'm driving the car and i look down oh i only have seven psi oil pressure <laughs> you know what i mean so what actually let go on it i honestly haven't taken apart yet oh, okay so but i know it has a rod knock there's something some weird sound so i'm gonna assume the worst and say that uh i'm probably gonna need it can't crank. be that worse you ain't got holes i don't have holes <laughs> I'm just hoping that Matt had a hole. Yeah. Everybody had a hole. <laughs> I had never seen nobody have Mason Matt had a was hole. extremely like he came around, I was like, dude, there's all this milky shit on here. And he was like, I blew it up. And he was like <laughs> He's hey. happy. He was like, dude, it was my best pass ever. Man. He was and he was we like, and I went hit his whole thing was I got the bounty. Because yep. he beat Andre. Yeah, he, he got the bounty. And, so and, and to top it all off. And they like, had a hundred dollar side bet. Man, we had a hundred dollar side bet. And the thing was is like we were all all, all around and and and, and Bodie sucked y'all. In, didn't y'all? Did he suck y'all into that side bet? In the no, I don't, I don't. I don't remember how it happened. All, <laughs> all I know is we were sitting there, and everybody else is like side betting everything else. And he looks at me. He's like, "What is side bet?" I'm like, "Why not, man? Here, we're here. Hundred dollars, hundred dollars to, to the winner. You know, and and that's that is great racing to me. You know, not so much about the time. And for me, coming to that coming to the track was more like therapy because recently my brother passed, and then. On top of that, two weeks after that, a arson came in and set basically yeah. cars on fire and burned up my brand new car. So, oh, so I needed that outlet, no matter what happened. And you know, most people would be upset for blowing up a five thousand dollar block and losing a three thousand dollar turbo. But the thing is, is I wasn't thinking about the money. No. I was thinking about I'm around friends. It's something new. 
having a good time. I haven't been, been out here in a while. I haven't been out in a while. You know, I hadn't driven the car in a year. I think year. it was good for a lot of people to be up there. I mean, I, it was the same way with me. I, I went up there and I was like, man, this feels good to be back at the track again. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, even though Mason, you know, I talked to Mason, Mason blew up, but he still had a blast. You know, even Matt, like I said, when Matt blew up, we went over there to the pit. Biggest smile on his face. Dude, I, the next day. Hella happy. Yeah. That's because he just had puppies and he don't care. Yeah, the, <laughs> the next day, Matt's wife, Matt's wife hits me up and yeah. was like, he's had a litter. He's already getting the motor. Yeah. Like, we can't wait for As soon as he blew it up, he came to the pit and he was talking to Ken. He's, he's like, gone. He was like, hey, I need a motor. He's like, I'm ready you for tell me how much, I, I, it's there. And the crazy thing was, was like, jeez. Saturday night, he was on licenses passing. He was racing against one of the, the domestics, one of the guys that come all the time. And... He won, and everybody went ape shit on the line. And then we get back to the pits, and me and my cousins were all sitting there talking. And my cousin was like, he didn't win. And then everybody was like, no, he won. So my cousin decided to go over to the dude and was like, what happened? And came back and was like, we want a $1,000 grudge race right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and they asked me. And they that's asked how me. It, the excitement was, oh, like, we want a thousand. And was like, he got no turbo going. Like, but it was like we want a thousand dollar race right now, and like that's a different environment. Like, I think that's going to be the like you were saying with the money of this whole thing. I think that's going to be a great thing for the import first domestics with the Bodie thing is you have like, all those domestics that mm-hmm. think of Hondas as a bad way, yeah. but once they start getting and beat and seeing how and well they really are, like built. nobody's like especially at the Bodie event. I see at the Intercharry events where somebody mm-hmm. can be like they can start looking down, but yeah. there is all family. Yeah, like, yeah. you people, know, like yeah. SVP carried didn't have a race jacket. Yeah, Bowen his in his trailer and let him use his racetrack so he can race on something. Yeah. And that's why I talked to Monty too because I was like, man, like honestly, some of us, not say feel intimidated, but we feel like y'all don't want to be around us at the no, track or something like that. And Monty was like, no, 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 bro. And he pulled me aside. We had a whole conversation about like it. That, and he was hell. He's like, no, we want you guys here. You know, mm-hmm. he's like the boat. Until you talk to Bubba. Until you talk to Bubba. Yeah, until, yeah, until you talk to Bubba. <laughs> 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 Bubba was something else, bro. Bro, Bubba's a totally different character. Oh, man. Yeah, but, but you know, Monty was saying like at the boat events here, at the, you know, Team Bodie stuff, he's like, no, we, we're, we're all love. You're part of racing. We want to help y'all. We know y'all help us. So we want we want everybody to go fast. He's like, we won't beat you, but we want to go fast. But he was like, nah. He goes, it's not like those other guys. Yeah, like, he goes, we know who those guys are. He goes, we don't want them around us either. Like, but he Bubba, was cool. Bubby lost that Evo, so he can't say nothing. He, he, <laughs> he begins to mention that when he says lawnmower, but he lost that Evo because he didn't turn on the nitrous bottle, he says. Oh, jeez. So. It's always something. So, he still owes me a foot race because he was backing out Sunday. Better get 10 grand right <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's something else, too. Wild. Man, foot racing wow. is, is nuts. I when, I when I first saw that, uh, I asked Mom, I was like, they're about to race for money? Yeah, He's like, man, there's money. They, they be betting like crazy. And it, it's crazy because uh, that night, uh, it, it actually just showed two years ago, uh, the night when Bo, Bo, when you told me that uh, he was having problems with his line lock and he was bumping bumping yeah. past the beams that same night. I used uh, to call him, for, for a long time, the bump box went home. Man. And so I called him Bump Box Buddy because he was losing the church's money <laughs> no. with the Bump Box. It wasn't, it wasn't even like him passing. It was just a Bump Box would not hold it. Bump, 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 and then bump through the beams. Damn. But that same night, though, was when I, when I two years ago, was when I first experienced foot racing. I'm just like, they're about to race for money? It's a, a track out the world. <laughs> I was 1600 bucks. He was there. like, yeah. six, And it was a random dude. That was wild. It was, and it starts out, what happens is somebody, something that happens on the track. And it's downtime. I can run faster than that. Well, I, I see that on the street all the time. They're like, that's until it was a boat event, I'd never seen it on the track, but I've seen it on the street that's, all the time. Yeah, I've seen it on the street. They'd be sitting there bored as hell in the street race, and all of a sudden they'd be like, hey, what's good? What's Downtime. Yeah, so that's all Downtime hits, you walk off to this. You know who was good at it was Monty. Yeah. Monty was sucker you into a bet. So Monty would be like, we own race 30 feet, right? 
<laughs> I get the hit. Literally, I get the hit. And you know, he's a bigger dude. Literally, he said, I get the hit. I get, you know what I mean? So I get to go. So what he would do is he'd talk to you. Yeah. Oh, you ain't ready. And you start running out of nowhere. But <laughs> <laughs> then it was too late. Yeah, yeah. But he was the notorious for getting dudes. Well, that's like what that. I was saying today with him. He was like, oh, when we were talking about money earlier, he was like, I'll just outrun him. I was like, I got short track though. What's up? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can run quick, just not far. Right. <laughs> that, you know, like I was talking to you know Hybrid Chris about like grudge racing. I'm like, yeah, you know, a lot oh, of these cars. Carly, I'm gonna call you out next buddy event, bro. It's good. I'm taking off all my clothes. Hey, didn't somebody get naked at one event? Yeah, he got naked. He took boxes, right? He took off all his clothes. Took two swigs of Hennessy. If anybody ever gets like that for a foot race, bet on him. <laughs> and they all did. And they absolutely all did. My brother told me, he said, once they found out who actually was running, he yeah. said the dudes came running out the stands of the place. That's all that dude did at those events was come out through, out the stands and blow hey. somebody's doors off and make money. Hussein Bolt just comes out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> no, he no. said, they were, I, think they were, I think it was Suge. They said, they said, my brother said, once they heard he was running, he said... He said he had dudes tapping him on the shoulder. Hey, you want? Let me let me get some of this. He was like, at that point in time, he said, "I put my money back in my pocket." <laughs> That's funny, man. man, man. Yeah, but yeah, then we went way sideways. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> sure, but that's what it's about, though. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So. Um, we want to talk more about the Bodie events coming up for next year. You want to talk I mean, about that at all? There will, be, yeah. there will be one big one for sure. Like there will be. At every race, there will be an SUV class, but yeah, yeah. they won't have the big payout. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to do one big, big like big. big payout, and right now I think I got the pot in like thirty two hundred with bows and then the sponsorship for the shirt, the shirt back. Yeah. And then on top of that, you got your entry fee. Yeah. So and that goes straight to the pot. Like so, yeah. Like if you go to CMI, you pay fifty bucks and you win eight hundred or whatnot. Like. Do you? Uh, do they have any idea on what they're doing track wise yet? Just sack. Redding, I'm pretty sack, sure no, Vegas. no. I know for sure no red. Okay, but I'm pretty sure Sac, Fontana most likely because we've been there before, and probably Bakersfield. Okay, Sonoma will never happen. It's just you can't yeah. one. You won't be able to get on the, the track like you want to. Yeah, like oh, he, he races in Sonoma. Yeah, they just don't want no one yeah, near it. You won't no. be there, so too regulated. Yep. And the cost of you know renting oh, yeah. the track to get the gate money would be ridiculous. And that's what like for me with my car with. With the Bodie events coming next year, I already don't have enough time anyway, especially being a single father, to race all year long mm-hmm. to go to IFO, CMI, and everything else. But I will attend all the Bodie events, and I'm actually considering uh, not the one in January that he posted in Chuckawalla. Oh, that's, that's a street. That's that one strictly street race. So if you know dudes that want a street race like that, yeah. that is strictly bring your own pit juice or whatever yeah. to to prep because it's in the middle of the desert on a road course. And they race all damn night because there's cool. no curfew, so That's it cool. starts at whenever. Last time because it was hot, it didn't start till like nine o'clock at night. They race till seven o'clock in the morning. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's cool. The though. next, the whole closest hotel is forty miles or fifty oh, miles, wow. and they have tiki huts at the track you can rent, <laughs> like full blown like huts that have you know yeah. that you can rent out. <laughs> so, but that thing, that one was legit too. That he had that one I didn't go to, but my brother did. And he said it was packed just like anything else. <laughs> That's where the the dude with the Lambo. Goes. The, the yellow, uh, green Lambo. Oh, yeah. I think he either won it or went to the finals in the small tire with that, with that Lambo at the, the body one out there. Hmm. That was before he had uh, the before, slicks on. Yeah, before he had slicks mm-hmm. on. Yeah. 
We still got beat though. So, so, so you say, you, so you're saying you're for sure going to the Bodie. Mm-hmm. Um, any IFOs or race wars or anything you thinking about? I mean, I know no, the schedule's not really out yet, but yeah, does I mean, any of that interest you at all? As of right now, probably not. Um, only for me. Here's the thing: is it's a hobby for me. Mm-hmm. Number one, and uh, number two, the biggest reason why I have the car is for family. You know, that's why I have my car. So when I go to events, I bring my sons with me. Um, they're younger, they're, so the twins are 15, and then my 11-year-old, who the 11-year-old is the one who aspires to be a race car driver the most. That's cool. Um, but just to have them around it. So for me, they love Bodie, you know, from watching them on TV and stuff like that. Yeah. And so that's what they love, and that's what we all, we always go to those events. So more than likely, I'll end up coming to those. If I'm at CFI, CMI or IFO or any of those events, it's because I have a car that I tuned and that I'm supporting. It's hard for me to race at an event, and then just at this past event uh, in Reading, there was two cars that came with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, one broke. Uh, <laughs> the other one uh, had wiring issues, um, and he went through a TPS and, and so on. But in between my sessions, he's like, hey, the car's doing this, so I'd have to stop my thought process of, uh, what's going on with my car to go and try to tune this over mm-hmm. here and so yeah, you shut your brain down yeah. and go open your brain for somebody else's you know, car so, and... so it's hard and that's why I tell them it's like look if I go to an event and race I can't tune your car and that's why I tell people when I, when I tune their cars I will give you the basic fundamentals on how to add fuel mm-hmm. and pull fuel from the table uh, more so now than ever uh, so then you can learn your car and I tell people that all the time is like Having a locked ECU and going to an event and having to call your tuner to have them look at a log, sure, maybe maybe you pay them three four hundred dollars to look at the log, but you're there. You're the driver. Yeah, they can't you, hear and see what you, you can't. Hear you can't see. hear and yeah. see. The video what you're can doing. only do so much. You know, and and okay, they might be able to look at DA on a phone or on the internet or whatever, but but it's not gonna give them the ideal situation for the car mm-hmm. and and so uh for me yeah Bodie's pretty much all i'm gonna run only because i like the rules it's 24 and a half you know and that be that if i do run an ifo or or uh, a cmi event i might do one possibly more likely ifo more than anything else but really to run ifo and cmi not so much cmi but ifo because i know the, the caliber of cars think fat you got fame mm-hmm. you have uh, D Butler tuning a bunch of cars. Those cars are all fast. That red Integra that came up to uh, to Race Wars. Uh, Sin City's. Yeah, uh, not Sin City. There's another red Integra. But Sin City's car. I mean, you have all these cars. Yeah. Um, not Juju built, right? Maybe. I mean, you yeah. got Juju built too. That's that's another people yeah. that just won up in. Uh, oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah, Juju built one uh, the Sport Formula Drive out in yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That was our me and my brother's whole goal was just to bring the fastest dudes together <clears throat> on the West. The money, Coast. money will bring yeah. it. Yeah, the money will bring it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where can and with you, being an open class, yeah. like you guys want to do where, that, where, where can you go too. to have the fastest domestic race cars and import cars in one place at one time? It only happens what twice a year on the East yeah. Coast. On the East, but on the East Coast, like yeah. West Coast, like I follow the East Coast, like West Coast ain't never gonna be like that. Mm-hmm. Where you get a hauler from New York that's taking or New Jersey that's taking six cars down to Florida, like down the whole. You'll never get that here. So it's more or less. Look at the payout though. That's what, that's my point. You're going to Florida, New York, Maryland, whatever, and you're making ten grand for. That's my point. Like I ain't gonna come here for a grand. That's what I thought. Five hundred bucks, like it ain't gonna happen. Like yeah. me thinking, Fat Kid was gonna show up. 
was a bonus. Matt showing up, I had no idea. So them dudes just showing up for yep. me was, and you know, he walked away with 1500 bucks. Yep. Like it's a ten hour drive each way, but I'm thankful he showed up because hey, ten hour drive make two grand. Hey, not not bad. I'll at drive. All. I'll <laughs> drive. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Not bad, not bad at all. I mean, that's not a bad. And, and hanging out with your friends, have a good day at the track as always. Side betting, whatever. I mean, and that's 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 all I want is people to come out, have a good time, enjoy what's going on. Yeah. And, and the cool thing is about being that is even if you know like. For us, we were spectators, but helping you know Mason. But shit, when he once he broke, it was all fun. We could, I, we were like, even he left his car. We're like, let's go watch racing. So we went to the station lines, watched racing all morning and all the night, rest of the night and shit. So you know, you still get to have fun. You still get to watch some of the baddest fucking cars yeah, on exactly. the West Coast. Period. Go down the fucking track. And like, mm-hmm. The show that the imports put on opened up a lot of people's eyes. Like, that didn't know the cars were that fast. Yeah. Like, well, never understood. Like, my coworker was there, and his son, I guess, races with Bo, and we were talking. They were like, dude, I didn't know. Ex- you know they, I didn't know they could do this. Like, they had no idea. Oh. You know, you, you see, they see what's on the internet or what people's. Because for a long time, Bo was like, I heard they tear up the track. And I was, for years, I'd be like, no. They kind of do. They cars, but, you know, give them a shot. And he finally, that's why I was like, I hope people. I was like, if I get six cars. I'm happy. Yeah. You know, so. So what was the end up total that we had to show up? It was 12 cars. 11 and cars. 11, 11 and then nine. Nine, 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 for the, nine yeah. performed. For somewhere that's three hours in the middle of nowhere. Right. That's and what I was saying. If you can get down to Fontana, Bakersfield, or uh, here, SAC, so, like said, stuff, SAC, if you can get there, so I'm sure. The next, the next bit went like. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you get Julian up here. You can get. But think that actually you get walked away with more money than any, any other class except for Big Tire. Yeah. He took home more money than any class other than big tire. Small tire only had three cars in it. So that was that was fun. That was fun. I can't wait till the next one for sure. So, right. Yeah. And so the other thing is, is like even in the event, uh, the EF hatch that had the K in it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Number one, that car. So the motor that's in that car. Can you have most gas? people won't even believe it came from Sonic. Yeah, it's Sonic's old motor. <laughs> oh shit. So so <laughs> he he raffled that motor I think yeah. a year ago. Yep. Somebody in Fresno won the raffle, and then this dude hit me up one day. He's like, "Hey, if I buy this, can you tune it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine." He's, I was like, "What are you gonna buy?" And so he sent me a list. I'm like, "What is this?" He's like, <laughs> he's like "Oh yeah, it's you know some guy Sonic from the East Coast. I don't know who it is." And I'm like, "Oh, if you don't know, you need to look it up." Right. right. And so uh, ended up happening is he paid five grand for the motor, the whole on block. It's, it's a it's a JBRE 99 99 millimeter motor. And fourteen and a half to one has drag cartel, you know, yeah, stage five. Yeah, ten thousand dollar motor. For yeah, thousand. Five sure. grand. Can't beat that. And so, he was like, "Hey, can I come to the Bodie event?" I was like, "Run in the street class, <laughs> right?" Oh, so that car only got one good pass or semi decent pass. Yeah. With a bunch of problems still. It, it went what to, ignition problems? Ignition problems. The the TPS. Um, found out the fuel pump was wired incorrectly. Just so many different things, and he was still on an alternator, uh, but something how the car was wired for 16 volts, but they converted one wire. Anyhow, <laughs> I know that the car is fast. Uh, so next year it should make some. Fun. It should make. So he ended up. He just he just ordered 75 millimeter ITBs from Drag Cartel. Kinsler's because he asked me. He's like, "What should I order?" I said, the "You new, know, the new big dogs. Get the new big dogs because." <laughs> You're not done. You're gonna end up building building another car, and he already hit me up talking about a 106. Short <laughs> you know, so so I that, would I would never I don't know I'm 
I'm impartial to those because you're seeing all these people are still doing them on 99s. Yeah. Those so the, 106s are just... The M199 motors, <laughs> I mean, you see it. Those guys, just the M1 cars like uh, uh, Brandon Jefferson from mm-hmm. Four Pistons. Mm-hmm. This car was 9.4. Yep. All day long. Consistent. And like he even posted, uh, the, the last post on Instagram, he posted the car was 1,935 pounds on yeah. M1, 99 millimeter motor. I think that's like the third time it was last event or so that I've seen both four piston cars in M1 in the finals, neck and neck, mm-hmm. and won by like 10 thousandths of a second or something yeah. like that. Like, it's crazy. Those cars just do it consistently. Yep. Consistently. That's what I say. And that's the same thing. Albert, Albert used to run a 106, and he had issues after issue after issue after issue. Went back to a 99, and now he runs great. I mean, when he actually goes to the track, but he runs great. You know what's crazy now is uh, you saw TV. He's notorious for this, though. He, he did on the B-Series. And I was going to comment on Instagram, and I was like, nah, I'll leave it alone. But he, now he has a deck plate mm-hmm. on, a, on the, on the mm-hmm. 24 motor, which a lot of people don't know. On his CRX, it had a deck plate on it, mm-hmm. a welded deck plate. Yeah, he said he's he's been doing that for years. Forever, you know, and... I mean, man, he knows how to make power. That guy is not dumb. So, <laughs> he is not dumb at all. So, one thing about him is, so, he posted that he made 700 all-motor, right? We uh-huh. talked about this. And then, he went and ran the M1 class uh-huh. over there. And then he, what, he won 2-1, though? Yeah, or, he won 2-1. Yeah, 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 but, I was in the M1 class. There's no way he made 700 on the M1. No, no. No, he went no, K. He's, he's K, K now, but, that was like... Is he saving that for World Cup? You know what I mean. Was was he just testing and then it's hard to put say. M one? You know what I mean. That's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of. I was confused. I had to hit him about. It. I'm like the only thing that I could probably say on that, and not even knowing because I haven't asked. But the only thing I could say is he went testing to get everything figured out on M one, because Nitro, you're gonna end up toasting something, or it's more likely to toast something on Nitro. Yeah. So if he wanted to get the car working, the motor working, everything working, since it's a brand new setup, never hit the track before this. And one smart. Man, that nitro stuff, man, is crazy because, like, when a lot of people doubted the high horsepower numbers, but the thing is, is that, is once I saw the high horsepower numbers, then I start paying attention to the motor. And, like, on TV's car, he had in front of the car, it's a belt driven ignition coil that is the same as what's on top fuel to burn the nitro. Hmm. The factory coils can't burn. M1 or nitro, and so yeah. like you know, so you have to at least go go to uh, Peru and two. He sells the kit. AEM he actually even sells the external coils sell for cases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, they have them for bees and everything. Yeah, and for everything now. So so on the nitro cars, now they're now it's almost be- becoming un- almost un- not affordable to build an all motor car f- to making that much horsepower because the coil that they're using that thing is three thousand dollars <laughs> just for the coil. You know, and but I understand it though because nitro needs to burn at a certain temperature, mm-hmm. and factory ignitions can't obviously. Yeah, can't they keep can't, up. They can't yeah. get that. Yeah, so yeah, that whole nitro game is nuts. It's crazy. You now it's coming. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I'd say yes and no. Yes, there's gonna be new stuff coming for the import scene, but who would have thought that it would have been nitro over the next game? Well, I mean, nitro's been around though. So Chris Miller, when he had uh, the FTW fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the that was the main ingredient of yeah. the fuel, and even though even so now it just was a lower percentage yeah, at that lo- point. Yeah, and so like now even like the VPC eighty five, uh, if you read the ingredients on the side of the C eighty five, it's nitropropane. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's just like I've studied fuels uh, over a, 
a short amount of time. And, and so uh, nitromethane actually doesn't mix well with other fuels. <laughs> nitropropane does. And a lot of, you know, I, I learned from Klotz Fuels on what nitropropane and nit nitromethane were. And they said it's almost like splitting an atom, essentially, in fuels. Yeah, that, um, I mean, that's what, I mean, we had talked about that before. It's your nitrometh versus nitropropane versus nitrous. It's all just a half a molecule to a full molecule mm -hmm. away from each other. Mm -hmm. It's such a little... Small. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's nuts. And it's crazy how, how it works. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's insane. Yeah, but to go back to the question of if I'm going to race anything other than yeah. Bodhi, uh, my mindset is this, is that it's like I told Mo, if I come to an event, I bring a car and the motor is $15,000 and the payout is 1500 bucks, and it costs me $1,500 to get there and I blow a motor up. I get it, the love for the sport, but at the same time though, from a financial standpoint, it would only make sense for me to go to an event that's going to pay if I blow something up and I win, yeah. then I can at least replace it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I like the East Coast, those East Coast events. <clears throat> granted, most of those cars are super crazy the way they're set up now, but at least the PAL's 10 grand and it'll cover something. Mm -hmm. You know, that 10 grand might cover uh, maybe their short block or long block or whatever. On, on a B series, but car. that's still better than nothing. Better than nothing. So but it's, ten grand's better than one grand. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I've always said. Here is, I mean, we we've talked about this. Is you look at payouts. I mean, you have fuel to get to the track, entry in, building your fucking car, fuel for the day. I mean, you have countless money to race to possibly blow up because you're going for your best time or you know to win. Oh. And you only make a grand. I mean, nobody here other than now Bodie. Pays over two grand, not a single mm -hmm. race. Doesn't matter what class you're in. Exactly. And that's where it's like some, it's like they do it for the sport and the love of the sport. Hey, mad respect to that. But for me personally, because this is a hobby for me and this mm -hmm. is not how I make money, I want to be able, if I'm going to bring this car out and I just dumped, like now, I know right now my bill to put my car back together is probably 10 grand. Mm -hmm. 10 to 15,000. I mean, you got almost three just, just for a turbo. You know what I mean? So, so, yeah. so. This big event coming up uh, next year uh, at the Bodie event, it's going to be a decent sized purse to where I'll, I'll feel comfortable bringing the cars. Like, okay, if something damaged gets damaged, then I know I can replace what's damaged. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. So well, that's why I mean I've I've said that a bunch, and everyone, a lot of a lot of people have disagreed with me. It's not money. It's not money. That's not money. I'm like. If you paid more, a lot more people would attend. Absolutely. Race, race wise, that's, not that, not not no, spectators. That, that, race wise, that, that's but that's bottom line. You bring more racers, you're gonna bring more spectators. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna pay to watch him race. I've seen him race. It's all but I'm gonna pay to watch drag cartel race or think fat race no, or you know what I mean you're you're paying to watch these big people. I don't go to the racetrack to watch a bunch of ten fifty class or twelve fifty class. It's the name that brings people out and people don't understand. Sometimes like a. CMI, hey, pay somebody to come out. Like, it's cool to watch racing. I, I'll watch any racing. I love racing. But if I'm paying 50, 60, 20 bucks, whatever, in that range to go watch a race, I don't want to watch a bunch of 1250 cars or a bunch of 16 second cars. I'm wanting to go to a race to watch. If I want to see those cars, I'll go to Wednesday Night Fun Drag. And that's, that's like, goes along with what Mason said when he lives in Bakersfield. And yeah. When Speed Factory would come down to Bakersfield, he would tell everybody to go. And then yeah. more people would be like, oh, what? You got everybody world's knows. fastest Honda or whatever, yeah. you know, shows up. Boom, everybody, it, it's an it's Well, and it's funny to watch um, 
race course for just for an example when they brought all the east coast guys over here think how much bigger that race was than sack oh yeah east coast i mean you brought when you brought feral over here everyone's like holy shit feral's coming oh fuck i'm cool mm-hmm. you know it's it's the names i mean you even, i mean the thing is too is like even when they bring uh the fast and furious guys like when Noel well, comes, they, they, he's, they, he's they, like they, they, Noel's they like every fucking yeah. everything, and no one his line's never long. But they brought um, what's the one that drives the Jetta? Jesse. Jesse. Oh. They brought Jesse <laughs> and they brought someone else. Bro, the fucking line. Well, it's, it's new. Was crazy. It's new. His line was bigger than Bow Wow's line. I can, wow. I can tell you, <laughs> you know these words mean? have more black people at it than they ever had before. When they had, I would say it because <laughs> Little Bow and her guys were racing that day. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's, just, it's a following. Like, oh, yeah. Well, it was the same thing when they brought all the Harley guys out. Exact, all the Harleys. Exact same thing. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy how it works, but it really does work that way. When the first time Bo brought the street all of us out. I had never seen Sack. Dude, I, oh, made, wait, I made a point to get out there just because Kai was out there. And I lived in Tennessee. I lived in Tennessee. When he brought up uh, Doc and Monza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You couldn't park in either side of the, the dirt. The front park. Oh, I'm just saying, cool. though. When he started dirt. bringing those names, it got crazy. And people have seen those people race. And but, you know how many passes they made? Oh, yeah. I mean, Kai, when Kai came, he made two passes. They made one pass. Donkmaster and uh, S.S. Sean. Yeah, oh, the yeah. first one, I was that one, that bro, one Bro, that one was fucking insane, insane. bro. Yeah. Donkmaster's name, bro. bro. Donkmaster and then S.S. Sean, you know, he's a yeah. hometown hero for this whole Bay, Bay Area, and Valley, he, everything. He lost all the money, a bunch of lost his money on a red light. Goddamn clutch. Oh, wow. His That's clutch crazy. looked like a mother. Uh, lost his on a red light. And but, had enough to all the way just walk. Oh, he was going to walk. <laughs> and Donkmaster was making hit after hit yeah. after hit. And I'm like, he's got nothing for him. Well, it's the same thing like a Sack Speed Shop. Their last event was huge. They oversold the track. Wow. You look at these import events. If you're not paying anybody or bringing anybody big name, you're not going to have people. No. The import scene is more of a car show scene. Oh, yeah. So that's why at but Race it's, Wars it's sold out, but it's because of the car show and the races get pushed to the back. Yep. So then... Well, you that's know. one thing that we talk about on this show, which I forgot to do my racing damn, and only I racing. I forgot to do my damn intro. It's going to do that on everyone, but you know that's what we were talking about. Was you know that's why we started the show because we want to bring racing back, whether it's track racing or street racing. We're into both. You know what I mean? We want to bring it back to that. So that's why you know it's great appreciation that you were doing what you're doing for the sport and helping us. Well, that, you know, that's the part we're seeing. Like, like it was just me trying to get. Get the whole thing. No, because going. a lot of people don't know that you're one of the ones that pioneered leading the sport for one drive class into the outlaw. You know, the outlaw. I've been wanting for years. Yeah, like, you know, and, and well, that's the sad part. CMI started as an import racing. So the first time, motor I'm gonna tell you how it all really got going. The first time, Bowen and were at race wars, he seen all, all the chicks walking around. <laughs> How do I get this out of my event? And I was like, there's two things you can either do: bring the cars or bring the car show. He's like, can't do the car show. I was mm-hmm. like, bring the cars. Yeah. Like, well, you also you pay models. You can't just expect a model to come. No, like, you have a model. You have, and them. that's that's another thing that brings people to the stands too. You have a model lounge. Do a bikini contest in between rounds. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Well, that's kind of it's kind of, it's kind of like a. Uh, it's like a Nopi. A small duplicate of Nopi back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Nopi yeah. was man. Nopi was crazy. Man, Nopi was all kinds of crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, is like the coverage that they had in Super Street Magazine back in the day was. Good. Crazy. It'd yep. be like a two or three page ad just yep. about Nopi. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's it's that whole business logic of you have to spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. If you're not spending anything, just expecting money to come in, it ain't gonna happen. It might happen the first event you have because you're like, ooh, a, a new event. 
But then when they go to it, they're just like, oh, this is the same thing as always. Because when I started going to first, when I first started going to CMIs, it was packed. Yep. Packed. People always. everywhere. Well, that always. was the same thing with, like, the first two race wars. The first two race wars were huge. I mean, there was lines all the way to Jackson Highway. Now, it's the same cars, same show, same and everything. And that's where, like, you know, like, Battle of the Imports back in the day. Yep. It was strictly racing. Yep. I mean, you would see... There's names that you don't even see anymore, but I get on Jason about that all the time. I do when I every time I see Jason, I'm like, hey, why don't you guys bring back Battle Imports? He's like, I won't do it. Like I told Andre, I was like, yeah. I was at the first NHRA Import event in Sonoma. Yeah, like the very first one they had. My boy Joey actually, they had Jen there. I don't know if you remember the, the he won the little rapper. Yeah, who don't remember Jen? Who don't remember Jen? Actually, battled him on stage that event, like because I was going with Midnight and Kevin, all mm-hmm. those guys, and so like we were at that. It went to Palmdale. Like just up and down, Bakersfield, you name it. Arizona, we Man, went to Wild, Wild, uh, Wild Horse, Arizona. So I've seen it from the beginning to to now, and it's crazy. Like when you see all the money that was in the sport at one point in time, mm-hmm. and now there's now there's where, nothing. Where there's none. You know what I mean? Like because at that point in time, it was money flying everywhere. Everybody had a piece of the pie. Yep. But you know things happen. People do wrong things, and then corporate sponsors be like, ah. Well, that was the thing that I, I was saying to him the other day. I mean, you think about it, corporate sponsors aren't going to sponsor a car when they can just build their own car and sponsor mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. like JBRE, they have their own car. Why would they sponsor it's other like cars if they have their own? Like most shops are smart enough now to know, hey, I can build my own car, car yep. write it off. Yep. Yep. That's why a lot of sponsors are gone. And it sucks. I mean, you, you saw like Castro and JoJo Callos back in the day, and you had, uh, man, the list goes on. Um, you had uh, Kenny Tran. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Joe Tech. Yeah, Joe Tech. I would love to see a hot rock car built into this technology today. Oh yeah. Or well, we talk. We talk about that all the time. Think finish. about think about one of the nitro motors into like Danny's R6. Oh man, that Still car. Be no, that's like what we were saying, saying on Charles' episode yeah. with his car. Yeah. If you take that single cam out, you put it in one of these nitro motors. That thing's gonna yeah. fucking fly, dude. Well, I don't know if you saw. Uh, uh, Rome built posted Norris's. Uh, yeah. All motor car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The chassis car is they're saying prepping it or getting it ready or whatever. So. I mean, Norris, they've been Norris, saying that forever. But. I would say, because Norris posted the, his RSX up that car, a while back, and he said the same thing. Watch. He was like, I don't have, he's like, there's no class, there's no money. He's like, why would I build this car again if there's no class and yeah, no money? He was like, I'm going to dump a hell of a lot of money redoing the chassis because it's not up to today's standards. And he's going to say, you know, 10, 20 grand just in the motor and tuning. Mm-hmm. He was that's like, like that's, 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 yeah. like, that's like yeah. Charles said, there's no class for him to no, run. You know not. what I mean? So, I mean, it'd be awesome because that's almost like, you going to watch a NHRA race, top fuel race, or you know whatever? That is the big dog of racing. These little stock cars. I mean, your car. I mean, your car is badass, but it's not no. a top fuel no, car. You no, know what I mean? Either. It's it's not yeah. the the big dog race that you I want to come chassis right car. I, was, yeah. I would, if anybody has never been to an NHRA event, like the big dog event, I suggest everyone go at least once in your life. Oh, you have to. Yeah. yeah. At least if you're if you're into the sport, you have to go watch the NHRA I've been at least Sonoma one time every year since I was probably. Yeah. Like I've only gone once. Literally. I've gone four. Times. I took my daughter yeah. for the first time Maybe last once. year and she is a Dude, it's awesome. Hooked. Like Tony at Sacramento yeah. runs his car up there and I love watching dude. That's like the first I'm like everyone's like, It's too loud. I'm like, Nope, what's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I love this. Bro, it's funny at race wars when they had the uh what's the race wars? I think it was when they brought out the uh the nitro old school funny car. Which one? Because Tony green, has the one. green one. Oh, the green one. Oh, okay. and I was like, I wasn't. 
in the, in the pit, everybody's in the pit. And I'm telling everybody because you know they don't know. So I'm like, hey, back up a little bit, give space. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, know, you burn your eyes. Yeah, burn back up throat. a little space. <laughs> and then Myron, the security guard, was trying to back up, and nobody. And he, he goes, you know what? I'm glad I'm standing. Go ahead. <laughs> <I love him. laughs> hey, that dude's our boy. Hey, that dude's He's so like, funny. I'm standing. Hey, he, he don't watch, care about anything except for little kids under 16 at the line. That's all they ever see him yell at. I watched a lady throw her phone. Like one dude literally fell on the ground. Oh yeah. But it was like an experience they could never experience any other way. And yeah. they're like, we're coming back next time. And yeah. those are the kind of experiences you want people to have. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. no, you know, have. people come through the gate, purses should go up. Oh, yeah. Because there's money. Well, that's what always tripped me out is like, you have a set purse. Doesn't matter how many people show up. It's still the same money. Mm-hmm. If you have 100,000 people show up versus 10,000 people, that should go up. Yeah. But it don't. They just leave it. Oh, we made more money. Like, if you check, like, just... East Coast or Midwest events, like the purse is five grand before you even walk through mm-hmm. the door, which it should be. And lots, you, a lot of them don't, they don't even charge you to enter. Well, you think about like, the, it's just like five grand, and you get free entry yeah. into the shootout. Well, you think about the money that is made at the track. I mean, throwing events, sponsoring cars. You think about that. If you have ten thousand people show up, paying twenty bucks a piece, and that's not even including racers, that's not including vendors. Yeah. Yep. Track rental ain't that expensive. VHT ain't that expensive. Yeah, I mean it's people. I don't want to name names because I, I I like the people that throw events. But you think about it that way. If you think you're gonna throw an event and make yourself money to feed you for a year off of one event, you shouldn't be throwing events. You should be throwing multiple events to make more money and pay them to keep your events alive. And more so than anything else, is throwing events to love the sport. Yeah, and not throwing events to love the money. And that and that's and that's the difference in in. What you'll see with Wait. certain events is where they'll throw the event and have a bunch of money, but it's like, okay, and that's are you going to be able to replicate that next year? Because now you're not for the people that are actually there to make your event what it is. Yeah. And that's what sucked when they brought in trucks, boats, motorcycles, Harleys, like when all these import, yeah, import there, events turned any, into... Wasn't there an event there was boats and there was like... Floss Race Force. No, that was the, 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 his last race horse had, not, the, not, had the Harleys. Like and, last, had the Harleys. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying the year before race horse, they had boats lined up against the crowd. Boats. Yeah, and it's like yes. boats for what to show. <laughs> what in the world? I didn't notice the boats. No, this was that was two years ago because that was when I thought it was a year. No, because you oh. you were that was when you took your truck. Boat. Oh, okay. that, that was when you took your truck. Small tire at that one too, but I didn't know they had boats and stuff. Yeah, like full like like because we were we were all setting up and I'm. Looking, I'm like, is that a boat? Wow. And I thought it was just somebody that showed up to the event, you know, off the lake, so they had their boat. Another boat pulled in. I was like... It was a boat show? Another boat. I was like... Yeah. Yeah. It was I was like, why is there so many boats here? It just... They wanted more money. Added boats. Crazy. And then that year, they kicked all the imports to the back and put all the Harleys up front in the pro pits. I was like, this isn't a Harley event. This is an import event. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Come on. So, it's... And I think that's where the dynamic of, of uh, the boat event coming in. It'll bring back the grassroots of racing. Yeah, it's racing. It's yeah. all based on racing. racing. That's all he wants to do. Think how fast that, racing. that event went. Like, people testing when they were supposed to test. So, open test really wasn't an open test because everybody had made their hits when they were supposed to. Yeah. And Sunday, it was like, bap, bap, well, bap, bap. That should show you another thing, too, that a lot of people don't realize. And I talk about it all the time. I wish it would come back. Two-day events. Saturday, you're testing. Saturday, you're qualifying. Sunday, you're racing. Mm-hmm. You're not having issues Sunday morning to race Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. 
When you have two-day events, it goes like, I so know much The IFL in Bakersfield is supposed to be a one-day event. I'm like, they make enough money to have, have a two-day event. Yeah. But I you're mean, like, that, who wants to drive? It's usually close. That doesn't benefit, like, just, it benefits just like you. No, you blew, so like, you blew up a turbo, and you had a turbo in o, at night, you were racing the next day. Yeah. Now, imagine if Madison had a spare block. Just a sing like oh, a yeah. stock spur block. Oh yeah, it could happen. Who wouldn't have helped him swap that block out the next day? Oh, yeah. well, I think I think I think there would have been enough of us in the pits. Well, okay. doing it's that. like Fluffy. Fluffy switched an entire car at World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> because it was a two day. I mean, World Cup's more than two days, but it was at least a two day event. You ain't gonna be able to do that on a one day CMI mm-hmm. or a one day race wars or mm-hmm. yeah stuff. You're gonna work. put that shit on the trailer and said, "Let's drink some beer." Yep, <laughs> pretty much. She's like at a bonus event. Yeah, I want the East Coast guys to come. I want all the fastest dudes, but it's gonna be ran. A no time event, like, and it's gonna be chip. Which time. and a lot of them over there, and if they'll come, and if they're okay with that, that's fine. But like, it's just know, the money. It, yeah, that's that's what's it. gonna determine to see people come from farther away yeah. is money. And with the way you want to organize it or plan on organizing it, there's a lot of money to be made. Uh, it, the more people that show up, is the more money you're gonna make. Yep. Like, if, even exactly. if say I, we didn't put anything to start a pop, and 16 cars showed up, yeah. you're running for 1,600 bucks. Yeah. So, it's one of those ones where, you know, I, people do race not for the money, because you're never going to make back. No. You'll never, <laughs> no, you'll no, never no, make no, back. No, with no, no. But it does help to oh, get yeah. you off the couch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you so think race, about that. If you have, say, two events this year, you make three grand an event. Next year, same thing. Two events, three grand an event. I mean, that's 12 grand right there. You know, if you're like fat kid, I mean, he ran every it, it, IFL last year. Is one man, every yeah, IFL, right, IFL right, except for one. Yeah, because yeah. he you broke. Know, he didn't have any issues <laughs> yeah. with his car, so like that money is money that's being recouped. Yep. Like you know, so obviously you have gas and whatnot, but if you didn't break anything on the car, yeah, that's, that's, I recouped that's a little bit of gas the money to get yeah. there, entry, uh, fuel for the car, maintenance for the car. I mean, or upgrades yep. and as you keep going. Shit. And the way you guys did it too, where if you win, you have free entry now into the events. Yeah. IFO does the same thing. He's got free entry into every IFO. So when you don't have to now pay $100 to get in, shit. Yes, even it's a win. win. Yeah. So it's that's pretty cool. It's like I, my brother. I, yeah, we, got, we got Trump problems. We got flies on, no. on the mic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I said, when, when, I, when I was my brother. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, there, no. shit. like he did everything in his power to help get that, you know, make sure it was a success for us. Mm-hmm. Like literally, he, you know, he put up money. He, he actually uh, helped Anthony Carey with a trailer. He gave the girl 75 bucks to enter. Yeah. And she would have never, she was just there on she a whim on Saturday. She lived five minutes from the track. And blew her clutch up. And yeah. he was like, hey. Yeah. You coming tomorrow? You coming tomorrow? She's like, uh. And the dude was like, had was like, I'll go get a clutch. Yeah. And got her a clutch, and she took second. Yeah. Like, and ran her personal best. And I think it was like five. Mm-hmm. I think it was like five personal best ran already. Yeah. Well, I know Matt, Mason, that girl. I think uh, Chris. Chris did oh yeah, two. Chris. Yeah, yeah. So four. To think about it, uh, I don't want to say shitty track, but a track nobody wants to go to. It's just, a, I don't. I think it's just the distance. That's, that's a pretty really fucking is. good, you know. But. But let's say like like from here, it's three hours from where we are right now, right? It's mm-hmm. like the one to Bakersfield. It's direction. the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's just an opportunity. Everybody would love to go to Bakersfield. I mean, I get it. Bakersfield's a better track, yeah, but absolutely. if we're trying to grow a sport and you're really about racing for the love of it, it's, you would go to fucking Reading. Well, it's also it's known. Bakersfield is known. Yeah, Reading's not known. Reading is well, Reading's gonna be fucking known now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think I, mean, I, I, I feel, honestly I think they had really good track like. 
crew. No, their crew was their crew. You were actually talking. You were talking about that. You were like, "This is the were, difference." They were. They had the two shit. kids right there sweeping the water box every pass. Sweep, sweep. Now sweep. Sack's got homeboys that are there, but sometimes they're not there, and I'm like, oh, you spray your water I'm sometimes. driving up, and he's spraying water. I've had, water. I've had other racers there looking, and they're going like, <laughs> even I'm going like, "Hey, don't motherfucker, you know, spraying some water and shit for people." You know, like, you know, they were on it. I mean, I get it. That's more money. He did pocket, but. That one kid it's did hit us with that water, though. That shit was on purpose. I know it was. No, hey, I, he's I'm, crazy with the water. He's, I'm, I'm he's doing the water box and all those things. Yeah, all of a sudden, we're just, woo. I'm like, motherfucker, you did that shit on purpose. <laughs> I was like, it felt good, but you did that on purpose. <laughs> so, we didn't talk about your history of racing oh, shit, a little bit. Bro. Come on. Right? Let, let, you want to run it down? It's a family thing, bro. Like, right. since I can remember, my dad used to drag race bikes. Like, full-blown motorcycle club and i don't know if you guys remember fremont there's a direction for fremont yep. for years i spent probably every other saturday at that racetrack with my brothers my cousins is you know this the city in general it was just like if you had a car if you had a bike i just been around racing my entire life mm-hmm. fast forward uh i watched my dad crash and i was like i'm never getting on a bike <laughs> ever I had a drag bike in my garage for years. Never touched it. Never <laughs> sat on it. Didn't own no parts of it. Uh-huh. Bought my first car. It was a Geo Tracker. But I wanted to go street racing. about that goddamn Geo Tracker. I, wanted, I, really, I really wanted to show. That, 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 that shows off how air. different and wild this dude is, though. He goes from a Geo Tracker to a Honda Fit. No, I had in between. You drive a Honda Fit. That's a daily. He turboed his. <laughs> literally, I, you know, my credit wasn't that good. So I went to the dealership. They were like, we can get you in this. I needed a car. I'm like, fine. Not only did you drive a GeoTracker, you bought it from a dealership. Yep. <laughs> and it was, like you said, it was a stick. And I never drove a stick before. The salesman showed me how to drive a stick yeah. to buy the car. <laughs> Got home, was like, well, guess I'll be trying to street race this. <laughs> the internet was kind of, you know, news, AOL, so you're dialing. <laughs> and I found a rock crawling site and bought every mod you can think of. <laughs> Pistons, rod, header, intake, wow. head, and slapped it on there. It was all-wheel drive. Damn thing ran 13s. Nobody knew it but me and my brother. <laughs> because we go to we go to CMI and I'd run on a throttle stop and mm-hmm. run the slow bracket class and then I'd go to street races on Imperial and stagecoach and stuff and, and damn stagecoach. Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> way back and whoop ass. That's when Chuck had the four door. And the Chuck's car was, I think, probably the first one I seen turbocharged, like Honda turbocharged Honda when he had the, the four. Oh, but Chuck still has that. Yeah, he still has it. But Chuck still has that. He would whoop everybody's ass. Period. Point blank. And hey, then, you know what's funny? Is he still drags street races like a yeah. motherfucker and no one really knows Nobody it? Nobody knows he, it. Every weekend, he, he's, he's hitting me up. Hey, Neff, there's something going on. I'm like, I don't know, but I'll find something. Yeah. Uh, did he, did he always, fix his car? No, he bought a new show. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to do it. I seen him back in Oh, no, I, I we're saw that. That's right. We're not going to do Uncle Chuck like that. I seen him like that. But yeah, so he like... That, that pole came out of nowhere, but sorry, Uncle Chuck. But <laughs> that pole came out of nowhere. I literally yeah. raced back then, and you know, I was the oddball kid. Like, so they, they see it, and they laugh. Ha, 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 he, he, And then they get their ass kicked and be like, he's on the bottle. Like, that was the first thing people would say. I'd be like, you find a bottle in my car, you, I'll pay you 200 bucks. Because they didn't know. And it was all-wheel drive on the street, so... We leave, I'm out two and a half cars before mm-hmm. you, you know, you're, <laughs> we go to Melpitas 
and the race of Melpitas, and then they found a spot in Tracy on Mount House. I'd be there. Mount House. Mount House. Dude, I'm telling you. I haven't bought a fast car or like an extra, so I'm like kind of just in, in the, the cuts in the back. like. And I, then I started rolling with Kev. Kev and my buddy Joey. My buddy Joey had an EF with an H22 back in 2004, made 170 and ran 12.6, and then he sold it. Made one pass with the car. Don't you even look at me, boy. I see him looking at me right now. No, but literally. I see made, him looking at me right now. I even look at what, what, what year was that in? <laughs> he literally made one pass in the car and then sold it. And then Kev started the, the sport front wheel drive car. And so I had Outback as a restaurant. So I just started rolling with him and sponsoring him. Like a paid entry fee to the races. We'd go all over. And been in the game ever since. You didn't go cook for everybody at the track? I did. <laughs> Stay yeah. And then what happened was, <laughs> I, blew up the, I blew up the tracker twice. Just completely blew it up. Like, it was no, just revving it to like 8,000. It probably should have only been to like 6,500 or whatnot. <laughs> blew it up twice. Oh, man. Parked it, bought a E. Uh, my girl at the time bought me a, a DA what? with a B16 in it. It was a pig out the hole because it was no torque. Sold that. Heavy ass chassis. Yep, sold that, bought an EF, put an LS in it with Type R rods and all that good stuff, and then had kids and bought the fit. Sold that, bought a ruckus in the fit, and been rocking with the ruckus in the fit. So, do we, do we see you ever building a car or anything? Because, I mean, you're around Bodie all day. Me that doesn't That doesn't make you want to get in the car or do anything? At all. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and I, honestly, I just enjoy going and hanging out with my family. Like literally, it's, it's, the a event. Fam- it's, it's all about the events. Oh, yeah, you can the actual it. driving. My whole thing is like with the fit. You said the fit and turbochargers. I'm like, if I can run low 14s, high 13s, and that thing when I'm done driving home, I'm good. I can play around with some dude on the street and make him go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and that's my whole my whole mentality is that. Like anytime I bought a car, and I want the dude next to me to look over and go, "That really just looks weird. at his car and he looks at mine and goes." The fuck just what happened? the fuck just happened? Like, that is the, you know, win or lose. If I can stay close enough to where you're contemplating shooting yourself because yeah. you just almost got ran off by our family. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm completely happy. But, yeah, it's just a, it's a straight family fun. I enjoy it. My, my daughter wants a junior drag race right now, but I don't know if she's right. I, I see that junior drag race coming Bro, right back. That's, no, it's, back it's still huge. If it's, you look at it, it's... It's, it's expensive, big, but bro. it's expensive. Though. It's yeah. not cheap. I know. I was looking into it because you know, for my nephew, a used like, one yeah, costs you like yeah. four grand, and then you—that's without any spare motor, tires, or anything like that. So, and my my youngest daughter is Bo's biggest fan, bro. Like one day he was at Sonoma, and he let her just hang with him all day. She would. Dad, who? Watches all the shows. <laughs> this is my new daddy, right? Here. <laughs> like. Damn. The the shirt we made for Reading, she's the only one that got a kid's size shirt. Oh, nice. Like, I made one kid's and she's just like, because she hit me, she's like, where's my shirt, Dad? Like, <laughs> oh, I got you one. And so. That's cool. She's the, my biggest, she's the biggest fan, so. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm in it for the love of it. Like, you sound my, like me. Because everyone gives, everyone gives me shit, they're like, you've been in this for so long, home. you don't have no car. And I'm like, I built cars. Do you want me to tell you the difference between you and him, though? What? Tears. He don't talk shit to everybody like you do. But I can. You piss everybody I off. I can. You piss everybody I've off. I've had cars that have gone faster hey. than you. Oh, so it like, was so much your boy. He keeps talking shit. I'm trying to set up races and make so some money. But I always want to make them fair races. Because in the end, that's what makes it fun. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to see a side-by-side race. I don't want to yeah. see a gap. It's boring. Here's five cars. No, okay, cool. Like that, you know, same thing when Chris, you know, offered that five grand for at Race Wars. I went to Bowen's like, hey, he's talking about five grand. 
and then you know turned into the money you know which was probably one of the best things ever oh, yeah. for for this for this mm-hmm. area for everything to come together that was the best thing ever. Yeah. I'm pissed because I left like two minutes before that <laughs> I left way before guess that guess where I put my money on Murdo Murdo why? Because I record all the races, so I knew Monty had went left. Because for the last like the three last years, three races, Monty's he was going left. <laughs> and I was like, I can't subconsciously make that bet. Like, you know, you're supposed to ride, but that's church's money. So yeah. I got to get mm. some of church's money. Yeah. And, you know, that's what happened. You know, and just like Monty's, I told I told somebody, I was like, you know he's going to try and burn it down a little bit, right? Because I know imports don't know. You have, se- I don't know if they know, you have seven seconds to stage. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not an intentional burn down. But that's where Monty 699 is because he's not a turbo car. So he knows the turbo car got to go in, build boost. So they're going to go in first. So he has seven seconds to stage his car. Mm-hmm. He does it all the time. But that's just the game within the game that's played. That, yeah. It's once both both, both both stage beams are up and then and the, if the other you, person has the, their, their, the, the pre-stage stage and they have the stage beam. Yes, you, you have, have seven, seven seconds, seconds to get to, in there. To get the yeah. second beam bolt. I didn't really know too much about that. I knew there was a time limit, but, but that's, what, that's where what I really mean. saw that was on that no prep Kings where that happened between, um, yeah, Jeff Lutz and, uh, and on no prep team, they kind of have like the gentleman's agreement where they'll let the turbo car go in first, mm-hmm. especially if they're in the high elevation. Cause they yeah, have that's, that's exactly what the, where that, so, that whole thing went there's down, games but. like, I know imports don't play that game, but there's games Oh, there's no, people that no, do no, because they, no, they play. They do it now. They, no, they some do because we had a, a street event. Well, well, it was supposed to be an event. It just turned into a little grudge shit. But we had one a while back, and the dude was trying to bump in first as a turbo car. And we we're like, "Why? Get you some, are a turbo car. Go in second. Let the he, supercharged car go in first. I said, or second. I said, "That's how it works." He's like, "No, he's instant. He should go in first, yeah. and I'll go in second." I'm like, "Why?" Switch you that around. Because a turbo car, you want to go in first. Yeah, turbo car. He was trying. He was trying to do it off. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have a bump, like real-world drive cars, you have a bump box. Yeah. And you can, they have them. And, 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 you know. Oh, they got bump boxes. Yeah, they have them. They got bump boxes, yeah. But, it's not. I mean, if you watch East Coast, a lot of those guys, are like on those big races, they'll do burn-down games, too. They'll do PlayStation mm-hmm. games. Oh, all absolutely. That's Nor- right. Norris does it a lot. No, look at, fuck, yeah, Norris does. Look at um, um when I remember the race that canceled back at the World Cup with the Durella Mustang. Yeah, and, and, and that's what and I was going to say. With, 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 all, so with the all-wheel drive. They're like, no, nah, fuck They just qualify both of them. But that's part of the gamesmanship. Like, one of them should have, at some point in time, would have went in. But that's the funny part. Like, with his car, his car runs better hot. He can sit there and burn down. He can sit there and I tell you all the time. I'm like, hey, you can leave me on two-step all you want. Let my shit heat up because it's going to eat even more. Yeah. It's weird. During the cold, it runs like dog shit. Yeah. But in the heat, 110-degree day, oh, my car will eat all That's why, day. like, one event, we just, we hot lap, hot lap. They were like, you get two, two, uh, two runs <laughs> for practice. We hollered. I think we ran three or four we runs. We ran like four. Yeah. He was to the point. Choo, choo, no, choo, I ran three. I was trying to run four, and he comes up. He's like, right. "Nah, bro. I see you already. <laughs> Go back." He sent me down the stage, the the stage line. But it ran just fine. Yeah, but everything I do is strictly for the love of drag yeah. and just being in it my entire. Dude, I drag race slot cars. You name if it could be drag raced, I've drag raced it competitively at mm-hmm. some point. <laughs> like my brother is actually like. A world record holder in the 124 slot car direction. If you ever, if you ever want to check it out, they have one in Modesto. It's a full He's blown. These ones over here. It's a full blown <laughs> what a coincidence. Scale <laughs> slot car direction. <laughs> and my brother is well. I used to kick his ass. He won't tell you this, but <laughs> at everything, dude. I've Nintendo games. I wonder why you're blocked, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna tag him in this episode right here. <laughs> Nintendo games. Like we used to drag race. There was an NHRA game on a. Uh, the computer we should do. They had a nopey, not a nopey, but a 
I want to say Naira. Naira actually has a dra- import drag racing computer game. I don't know if a lot of people know that. I don't know if you can find it still. But dude, anything related to drag racing, I've probably been been done in my my lifetime. So it's literally just ingrained in me. And I just never had an inkling to want to like build a full blown yeah car car. Mm. Like, I was happy with the 15 or 14 second car, and I'm good. Like, I don't need no more than this. Don't need no less. I'm happy. Made a few passes. Now let me go back to watching it and enjoying, you know, everything else. See, my my problem is I like building cars. I don't even care about racing. Like, actually racing. I like going to races and watching racing, watch helping other people race. But personally, I don't care about racing. I love building cars, though. Like, I'll build stuff. Like, I, I built an LS S10. Sold it the day I got it done. Like, I just... I built a CRX. I built a K-Series CRX. Sold it the day I was done with it. I just... Because the day I was born was actually going to turbocharge a tracker, but we couldn't figure out uh, engine management at the time. Oh. So then we were going to swap in... Uh, the, a vacuum. Just leave it on spring. We were going to swap in the, uh, <laughs> the S... I don't know if you remember they had the, the S10 Extreme motor, the V6 with the yeah. Vortec. Mm-hmm. They yeah. had swap kits for that. Really? So, yeah. Wow. And then Should've I just got... a typhoon motor in there. I, I just got tired of dealing with it, so I was just like... That would have been the fun motor. If you come turbo. back, you mm-hmm. have to do a trigger again. Bro, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, you can't even find him anymore. I'm going to look on Bro, it was so crazy. So the new put a K I, in it by now. Yeah, put a K, right? Yeah, we put a K in everything. They did. They, they, the Samurai guy in Puerto Rico, they put the K in the Samurai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Leave it out but, there. Uh, the news came out, I want to say 2002, and did a whole profile on the tracker at Sacramento Raceway. What the hell? That's on yours? Crazy. Yeah. Because I would win on Wednesday nights all the fucking time. Oh, you got to find that. And then it, I, I, I had it on tape. I don't know. It's somewhere. But it was a show called Newgrounds. If you can find a tape, I can get it put on the computer. Sure. I have a, a VHS to uh, computer. But it, it was crazy. Like, and it's just like, I, I've always had like the oddball car nobody knew about. Or yeah. And so that, it's just been something like to fit. Like, it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. That's yeah. how like, I've always been like my- For us, uh, with my fabricator trying to design something different, but the difference with us is, is that most guys don't want to show, don't want to give the secrets because yeah. they want to be the fastest, they want to be the only and whatever. But with us, we want to come to market with something that's marketable. Look, inch and a half with this turbo manifold and two inch with this, this is the power difference. These are your gains, mid-range, so on and so forth. I wonder how much you could open up ahead though to get to that two inch. Because is it just going to be restricting like a throttle body where you have a five inch, yeah. you know, to a two inch or whatever? Yeah, and, that, and that's the part where uh, you actually have an engineer that is going to look into making the flange mm-hmm. and seeing uh, what, what the restrictions or limitations are. Because uh, the head that's on the car right now is a four piston alloy head. So. Yeah. Because you can also do the, oh, what is it? The induction flange where it tapers, mm-hmm. where you start out here and you taper out. I mean, we use those a lot, and they they work good. So that could 
That'd be something you could also look into just for changing size-wise. Yep, yep. Because if you open up too much, I mean, you're, you know, you're yeah. gonna crack heads with that much boost. No exactly. matter what size primaries you're running. Oh, and the thing is, is like, uh, East Coast guys like Revolution Turbo right now. I don't know if you guys saw that log that A posted. Mm -hmm. The Revolution, their 73 millimeter, it's holding 72.5 pounds of boost. Jesus. Damn. You know, and, and <clears throat> the Spar Front uh, field wow. is a chase. It's constantly a chase because you're constantly trying to keep up with the new, latest, and greatest technology. And it's just like, you know, uh, La Fluffy, the Import DPS car. That car has so much MoTeC in it, so much technology that so when I work for a Porsche team, um, a GT3 Cup car or even a GT3R, those cars have everything that you can think of that MoTeC makes from from the from the from the G-force meter that that is read through the ECU to suspension travel to everything. Well, that was a lot of people talked about that these last couple you know two three years the West Coast never did. Never ran traction control. They mm -hmm. never ran limiters for how high you know your suspension mm -hmm. flex, any of that stuff. I mean, you never ran individual Y bands into each cylinder to see where you're at for temps. You've never seen a lot of that stuff. The East Coast been doing it for a while, and now they're starting to get to it here. You think about it, like back east, they run a lot of events with domestics too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So a lot of that stuff is now. Oh yeah. Transferring mm -hmm. over. Oh yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, and you talking about Abe? I'll give it. Lot to that guy that guy has tried out a lot and that dude is intelligent he knows a lot you know and, and that's and that's where when i finish my car that's who's going to initially do the tune on the car and you know you would think that someone that's so mainstream would be super expensive and it's not bad hard, hard you know and, and hard to get to no, no. It, it's the same thing like he's super we, cool we had talked about his car and we talked about tuners and stuff like that and it, it kind of amazed me talking to other people that are over there how easily they are to obtain it's not bad. It's like not I talked to really Randy, I talked to Jamie Marsh, like mm -hmm. I talked to a bunch of people, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm down to earth." Yeah, down to earth. I mean, I talked to Jamie quite a bit now, but it, it's crazy to see how easy it is to get to these people. Like you wouldn't think, "Oh, these are world record holders for Hondas," you know, this and the other. They'd be big headed or whatever. Nah, dude, they're Super still. Cool. Yeah, you you DM them a question, they shoot back yeah. to you as much as they can. Yeah. You know, yep. I'm pretty sure they get a lot of fucking retarded shit, but oh yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. But, you know, they're always open to cool, like those guys, especially Abe to come over here and do what he did last year. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that was the beginning of this year. Well, just in general, like he did Jeff's car. You know? Yeah. And, you know, the crazy thing with Jeff is, is that... He's running a baby turbo. Yeah, well, not only that, but see, Jeff's, <laughs> Jeff's first car was built by Warren. Oh, really? A lot of people don't know that. So, like, um, he had a black, another black Integra uh, that had a basic motor, Eagle Rods... <laughs> CP pistons, you know, just valve springs, retainers, and I think Type R cams, and he was on a GT35R. And the car only made 450, and the he had a GSR transmission with the M Factory for a second gear, and a, you know, and a 405. Old yeah, old school stuff. Yeah, and and shit. the car, I believe he went 1080 or 10.7, you know. So like, and then to see coming forward, he built another black Integra, and now have a, have Abe tuning a car mm -hmm. power. Oh yeah, did well. I'll, I can't wait to see it next year because he's got a bunch of stuff he's changing too. And yeah. Galvin and then, you know, all his other cars, you know, you forget about them, but then I'll be seeing them on Instagram. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about that dude. Yeah. You know, so the West Coast has, like you said, in, uh, I think previous episodes, 
a full 16 class. Easy. If not, and we more. could, even, yeah, we could even do more. Easy. It's if, just the hard part is getting, getting everybody, everybody there at one, one time. same place. And that, same that's my whole goal for 2021. Like, if if there's a t- eight car showing at one event and the pile's not that big, I'm okay with that. Like, everybody should be okay with that. It's just working around other yeah. events is what but you got to do because a lot that. of people yeah. are going to be like, oh, well, IFO's next weekend. Ah, I'm not going to Bodie. But here's my thing here. is like, why would you go to IFO to win 800 bucks when you can come here for this win and, and win You got 3500 bucks. 3500 bucks. That's for whoever wins. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying though. You just got to work yeah. around other events because there's people that are yeah, that way. Yeah, I mean, it's, and, it's, and because Bodhi has such a name, you never know who is going to be That's why I was so Andre. Like, you the just know like, who you're going to be in front of at that point in time. Like, like, like you, you're going to be around some of California's fastest cars. Mm-hmm. And engine builders and chassis builders. Chassis, all that. Oh, yeah. and, and you know what the thing is too is like you were saying, I think it was you saying that the East Coast runs a lot with the, with the domestics. Bringing imports with the domestics here the technology wise, people can start talking yeah. and, well, then and that's what you might get a you might get a chassis builder that might walk up and he sees something Time. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. You think about someone that's that huge in the world. Everybody uses Austin chassis works. Everybody. Doesn't matter where you're at in the world. Think if he actually got some bit of a mind into an import. And that's who what knows what would change because that's one thing imports don't have. You look at our chassis, everyone has the same chassis. They don't change. It's a unibody chassis. They change your trailing arms and they change your front arms. Well, not unless you can afford energy tech. Yeah. Well, Tom, Tom's <laughs> yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but even, even like with Tom, like, so every once in a blue moon, I, I call Tom and we have great conversations and mm-hmm. he will give me little bits and pieces of this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. This is what I suggest. You know, but then I was like, hey, well, why don't I send you the car? He's like, yeah, send me a bare shell and I'll build it from scratch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do add-ons. Well, that's, what, you know that's I mean? what was crazy, watching his build process when he just did a speed factor car. Mm-hmm. Like, to see what he was doing compared to what's been done, it's like, whoa, holy That's the shit. first time that he, he actually allowed for docu- documentation. Like, what you did. got to see a little bit of, uh, uh, who's Integra, the seven-second Integra that, that he put together, but it's not, it's not done yet. I don't remember whose car it is, but there was that one. He also built a Ramy. He built Ramy's car. Like every single chassis that he's touched or built, it's been fast. Chris Miller back yeah. in the day, like yeah. we were just talking about the other day. Chris Miller went eight O's back in uh. Man, a Him long time. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, eight forty, eight fifty. Yeah, like eight twenty. Like that's all documented on YouTube. You know, watching those. Yeah, videos. yeah. And so you know, yeah, these chassis. It's hard to keep up with them. You know, all you really can do at the end of the day is talk to your tuner. Like Abe, for example, mm-hmm. who's been on the East Coast and who's touched so many different types of chassis to where, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear him say on something. You know, on one post, he'd be like, this car is simple. It has X, Y, and Z, and it went this fast. And, you know, it's just understanding what you can and you can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, and like how hard the traction control should come in and how much weight you have on the front of the car. And how wide the wheel is, you know, so how, how much traction you're gonna Everything. have. Well, that's like his new clutches that just came out. Like he did a whole different know. clutch to yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And the crazy thing is about that clutch is it's a it's a adjusting slipper slipping clutch. Yeah. Um, apparently, it only supposedly lasts 15 passes supposedly before you have to rebuild. But just the disc or the whole thing? just the disc. Oh, okay, just the disc. But but the technology, even uh, Gringo Integra, he showed it. Um, yeah. His car. Well, it's crazy. On it's, radials. It's also only a single disc instead of a twin. His 
I mean, the ones he's been showing are just single discs, and it's doing and holding what a twin disc does. I think he has a he has. Does a he twin. have a twin? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I just I've been watching a little bit of it, and I've seen that the singles. It's it, it's it's just crazy. It's mm-hmm. different. It's cool. Like it's that's what I mean by he's so inventive of this new stuff. It's it's all stuff that you're gonna learn from other things. And now he's just come up with the the transmission and torque or, torque converter for for the Supra. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I saw that. That shit's crazy. So innovation is everything, you know, just to kind of keep well, up with it's, your head. It's almost like you were saying with the trial and error. You try, you might fail. You try, you might find something that no one else has done yet, and it might be the new thing that mm-hmm. everyone now does. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's expensive, but shit, if it works, it works. Yeah. You might make a million dollars off of it, or you might fail and lose a million bucks. That's it. What you got over there? I'm just running through. Don't mind me. Um, well, no, I just I didn't know if you had something you. No, no. Um, is there anything you guys want to get out there? Is there anything you guys want to no. say about any of the events? I, or? Just, I pre, you know, I appreciate everybody that showed up already because it didn't show up. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have went where it yeah, went. You wouldn't have it next year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm extremely, you know, humble. Like I said, for everybody that showed up, you know, Bo took a chance. My brother definitely took a chance because he put some money out of his own pocket. And so, just looking forward to 2021. Like, I'm, I'm in it for the, you know, me personally, it's fun for me. Yeah. Like, I enjoy, I just, you know, I bought GoPros, I like making videos, like, I just have fun with it, like. I need an editor, my editor sucks. I want to edit. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about podcast, but. Like, <laughs> no, I'll do the podcast. <laughs> he wants, he wants to do, no, like, I, all I the film a lot of CMIs does. and stuff. I don't do. Yeah, I film a lot of CMIs and stuff, and I just, I, yeah. I don't edit. I, I fucking hate computers. What's mm-hmm. crazy is, like, those videos I put out, I do it all on my phone. Yeah. No, no computer, there's a, there's no a lot of people that do, do that shit. All on my goddamn phone. As much time as this motherfucker's on his phone, he should be doing that shit. <laughs> should be working, <laughs> actually. Mm. Um, both of you, advice, young, new racers. What, what can you give out? Uh, I'll say that do your homework. You know, don't be the internet guy. That, re- that reads the forums and says, oh, well, this guy, this, 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 and this. Uh, the, the best example I can give um, is uh, th- there's a particular car that, that I'm involved in, and he literally tries to follow someone else's build and say, oh, well, he has this car like this. I'm going to do the same exact thing. I'm like, it's not going to work. Understand your combinations. Pay, you know, if you don't know cam lift, if you don't know... F- uh, flow of the head or compression all these things educate yourself from somebody that's actually been in the game now granted there's tons of people out there that say they know everything and there's no such thing because you're constantly learning I'm still learning you know and all I can say to them is uh, don't give up don't don't let it just don't let a 13 second time discourage you or now that guy that you thought was slower than you and has now come out and spent $10,000 on his car and he's faster than you. Don't let that discourage you from continuously building your car because as I always say, the turtle always wins the race mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day. That, that's know, basically it. You know, don't, don't get discouraged. No, don't get discouraged. You know, and it's do what you love. And I'm, I'm a true testament of that is, is that I love cars. I love the automotive industry. I've touched every single part of it, you know, and I don't talk much about it. And a lot of people don't know the history of it is that I started out as a uh, Northwestern distribution uh, manager for Momo. 
for all of Northwestern United States. I remember the ribs on the, uh, the Denali. Yeah, you know. Our <laughs> <laughs> so, Wars Denali. That's you. We were mobbing Wars Denali to the man, track with the ammo on them. And that's how <laughs> it does. Man. I forgot all about them. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> I think they were the 22s. 20, 22s. The 22s. The those, those are the relationships and how I create a relationship with so many people is that when I, when I was working for Momo, you know, I met Warren because then I was back in the day. Tenzo was the shit. Everybody mm-hmm. was buying it. We I were selling Tenzo. <laughs> I posted those up the other day. I, was like, I don't want to say it so bad. Man. I don't even put them on anything. Just put them on the wall. Man, <laughs> but but you know, if you follow what you love and just try to touch as many parts of the industry and understand what you're touching and, and what it can do, like I went from being a sales rep, being a mechanic, and doing Honda stuff and owning a shop to going and working on a half a million dollar uh, Porsche GT3R for a year and traveling, you know, and doing and doing that stuff. So so regardless of anything, if you are passionate about the automotive industry in itself, you could go anywhere. Anywhere and you could climb any mountain that you want to climb. And you know, for me, like the crazy thing is of having all this conversation is that I constantly run from it. Because I, I don't want to do the automotive industry anymore. I kind of want to do something else. Right now, I, I'm a maintenance guy that maintains the robots that build the capsule batteries for Tesla at Panasonic. But what phone calls do I get on a regular basis? Owners of shops and dealerships that want to get into the performance end of things and don't understand it. And they come to me and ask, ask me for advice or so on and so forth. But it just comes back to being passionate about the automotive mm-hmm. industry and that's really all I can so are you, are you so you're still tuning are you, I'm still tuning you're tuning on, on your free time is, I'm it, kind on free time, of, yeah. is it kind of like your second job kind of thing or it's is just it... side stuff for now you know and and uh, just as a recent and it's actually uh, I was fortunate the shop gear performance in Reno mm-hmm. um, they uh, just went under new ownership the new owner I was at the shop tuning uh a Honda that made 1,100 horsepower. He had never seen a car make that much power before. <laughs> was impressed. He was like, well, and my car just happened to be there that day, getting ready for the Bodhi event. He's like, oh, that's your car? He's like, here's $350 for you to go to the event. It's on me. That doesn't happen, you know? You know what I mean? Just yeah. to randomly just, just give money out like that. And I said, well, you know, what's your interest? You know, because I'm all, if somebody hands, well, hands out money, there's yeah. an ex- expectation behind it. He's like, nothing. <laughs> I just want to support it and I see a value in it. And and so with him, if they don't have a tuner, so now what's happened now is, is uh, unfortunately a friend of mine, uh, I don't know if you guys know Mayhem Tuning, he just passed away and he was a huge Subaru tuner in Reno. Mm. And now the Subaru market requires another tuner. So now I actually might have to step into that that realm. Which I, the cob. <laughs> which I you know don't like, but I, I talked to uh, Adrian from Cobb the other day and mm. Cobb, just another great resource, speaking with them, he's like, hey, you know what? Whatever you don't know, ask questions that will help you. And that's where you create, not to say that I haven't had any bad runs in the industry and, you know, things happen. But if you create good rapport, you can always come back to it. You know, and, and so then, so then, you know, it's like people ask me all the time, hey, show me how to tune. I'm an open book. I'm not going to hide anything from anybody because... If I don't tell you something, you can go read it somewhere else. So I'd much rather give you the education, you know, and, and that's important. At least what's worked for you, you know what I mean? And exactly. Instead of them going on Facebook, it's, you know, an old Facebook racer 
and them getting it from him and then blowing their shit up. Exactly, exactly. 100%. You know, so. I love you. Man, just do what you love and enjoy yeah. what you're doing. And no matter what it is. Like I said, I drove the most oddballish shit ever, bro. Like, <laughs> and never thought, like, it never felt like, why am I doing this? Like, if somebody didn't like it, you know, fuck you, it ain't yours, you ain't paying for it, so. Yep. If you want to line up, let's line up and, and mm-hmm. be done with it. Like, mm-hmm. so you know, no matter what it is, like, just enjoy what you're doing. Like, that's life. Like, it's, you only got one, so might as well enjoy it while you while you're here because you don't know when you're gonna be gone. So. Especially the way 2020 has been fucking. <laughs> <Yeah, dude. laughs> man, man, 2020 has like, been crazy, but you know, just do what you do. Like, I'm kind of sad that you know IFO Bakersfield got shut down. Did it? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I had planned on going to Vegas to which one. I this year? Yeah. This year. When did they say that? A couple days ago. A couple days ago. Yeah, they just posted it. Oh, damn. Because I had planned on going so to... I was the, talking to Cliff about that. I didn't know that. I had planned on going to the Streetcar Nationals in Vegas mm-hmm. and then cutting my day short and going, going, going there up. on Sunday. But huh. Like I said, I just want... I, just, I want me personally, I just want to see the baddest import domestic all on the property one space, one time on the West Coast. Because I don't think it's ever really been done like that. Like, I know they had the one where it was kind of the drag nationals or whatever it was but it was no big domestic cars no. so I'm just trying to you know that was me and my brother's goal is to like try and put everybody on the property at the exact same time yeah. exact same day or you can go see a three you, second you basically want to have the west coast world cup world without cup. The, without the, the lights and yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah pretty much is yeah. what I, you know you want the best of the best here yeah because, you, you know, you get in front of the right people, the right people, are, you know, you just never know what could happen. Oh, yeah. And that, that, that is the... Never know. You know, and I think, honestly, I think you're on the right path. I think we're all on the right path. And I'm glad that me and him decided to, you know, help you with that. And there's I'm, people I'm out here sure. that, that come out for that, you know. And that's like, I hope in 2021 we can push this a lot harder and make that happen. Because we have pretty much the same goals, too, is just make this scene as big as possible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And... If we can go watch the baddest yeah. fucking cars on the West Coast, period, muscle or import, exactly. who would wouldn't want to go? Exactly. Back, you know what I mean? That's gonna that's gonna fill up stadiums, you know, and get people to go and shit. So because if not, it's gonna die. And it makes the scene better. Well, that's why I said it how I did. I don't want to go to watch a twelve fifty car. I want to go watch big dogs. Like, I want to watch someone fast. Well, I thought we were I friends. Know who I, was talking <laughs> to. I don't know who I was talking to the other day, but I was like, why has no turbo Honda put a procharger on their car? Oh yeah, we were talking about that. I've, I've asked that question, question before. Like, why has nobody touched that technology? Like, is it the well, displacement? It's the, same thing. it's the same thing with superchargers. There's not very many people that run a supercharger. Yeah, but it, well, I guess, but is it the, the pro charger makes enough power? Yeah, yeah. Like, without, you know. So I'm just saying. Is, but, is there a reason why an import hasn't said, you know what? Let me go get this X, you know. It's probably money. It's probably You can go buy a turbo kit for five grand. You ain't buying an F1X well, yeah. custom kit. No. And who also going to want to do the R&D? That's a lot of people. When. What happens if you do the R and D? You, you what, make a car. You get me an F one X from Bo. Pro charged K series S two thousand would be nasty. Would be disgusting. Even if it only ran eight pounds, you know how much coverage that would get. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah, man. Like even if it wasn't on a max boost and it, you know, that would be insane. Like for somebody to show up with a big ass Pro charge. Can't oh, you see me? that turbo? No, it's not turbo. It's pro charge. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You go there, <laughs> you go there you go, God damn, it's like this fucking pro charge. You know, and that that could be a groundbreaker. You know, that, that's a good thing. The limitation of it would be... And I think it's, it's, it's the, the displacement. Of the, the, the yeah. displacement that's of the your only issue right there. Belt, belt through. 
That's the biggest problem. But now that people are doing uh, manual fuel pumps or mechanical fuel pumps, mm-hmm. belt driven, it might be an option now because now you're running that secondary yeah. belt. Yep. Yep. But that's also another another issue. If you break a belt, you're now losing fuel. Now you're losing boost. Belts are always an issue. What do you have goals with your car? Do you have any? I'll say the first goal for me would be to get it back together. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the first goal. But honestly, what's uh, the fastest time in that car? Me driving it, uh, nine one. That's all I've done. Um, what was Steve's fastest time in that car? Fifties, eight fifties, eight fifties, eight fifties at one eighty five is the most that I have ever seen in the car. Okay. And the thing is, see, what a lot of people don't understand about the car is, is that the car was going that fast in two thousand thirteen. Yeah, that was groundbreaking because oh, yeah. people weren't going that fast. Nope. And the only people that were going that fast were Speed Factory. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Cole, um, you had, uh, I believe Shannon, his car was going that fast. Uh, think that they were just getting there. I mean, 880s, 860s, somewhere in that range. So, so they, at that time, <laughs> there really wasn't that many, but uh, goal, I like to go A flat. You Eight. Know? Uh, flat, A flat, A flat? A flat would be the goal. Um, how I get there is still a thought process for me because I'm still number one. You're not fooling. You're still I, doing hobby, right? I'm still yeah. I'm still still doing hobby, but I'm still thinking about. Oh, really? I'll do dogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, I'm just busting in. <laughs> he said, Nope, I'm busting in. <laughs> I'm still thinking about uh, how I'm gonna get there. Because there's so many different ways you can get there. You see all these different setups and how and how they do all these certain things. You used to fuck a pro charger on it. Man, we just told you, yeah, right? <laughs> that, that is <laughs> the future. Pro charger. I mean, it's just, that's just something I thought about. I was like, damn, like I've never, you know. And I remember the supercharger, Jake. So I remember uh, I was telling him one of the guys who used to run with his stock, and uh, Jeff and Frank had the. Uh, it was a full basically uh, hot rod car, but it was supercharged. But they always had issues with the belts. Is when they had, I don't know if you remember Visions. In, in, Damn, no, back then. Yeah, yeah, so they, they, but they always had, you know, super, they had a Jack's supercharger. Oh, yeah, it. GSR. And, mm-hmm. it, and it always had issue with the belt slipping off. I think a lot of it too is because. That's just Jackson though. Jackson yeah. on Hondas always have belt I problems. think also because the way that on H, the way it sits in the, in like an EG chassis, the way they have to run that extended arm mm-hmm. and to move it over, I think that's a problem. I know there is one somewhere down south, there's a red, it's a white right hand drive H to B supercharged car and it, it's fast it's pretty but I don't ever seem like really drag racing to really to really put it to its limits I don't think he's really you need the displacement for supercharging nitrous and you're just not going to get it in a yeah. Yeah. So you, they'll gonna never be as fast it's just yeah. going to be a K you're going to have to have a big K because hell because in the Domexa side you got to run a 900 cubic inch motor to make power with nitrous to like compete you know Pat Musi's big motors is a 950, 959 it's fucking insane. Remember a couple years ago when Doc put that seven hundred and everybody was like, "Oh my god, he oh, put that, that seven hundred that small." That, that, that now, now it's not. Things, that was still small. Yeah, that's like Jesus. which is really not though because you look at a lot of these guys that are only oh, they're turbo guys, but a lot of the V eights are all running four hundreds. They're all running four hundreds. The Hemi's are like five sixty five, yeah. and like the Pro lines are forty one. Yeah, it, it's but they make guts power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tons of power. When you're, when you're tuned down and you're making 3,500, it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I call the hell? Little Bo's car with the Pro Charger and the Zoomies. I call it the Hash Snatcher. 
Because if, if he's... Oh, he blew off so many hash snatchers. He's a hash snatcher. Did you see that? I call him the, the, the car's the money shot, but I call it the hash snatcher. Because if your hash forward and you don't pull it down and he comes through the burnout box... Your hat's gone. I, I turned around and saw three of them. <laughs> I saw one. There was a little, I think it was a little Mexican dude. He was standing right next to the other and his hat just went poop. I mean, they were flying. And they don't just go No, woof. they go. No. They go woof. They go flying. Well, that's when you have a directional header that goes and then, that way. Yeah. <laughs> I tell him, bro, I can't record your car with these damn zoomies because I can't hear nothing. Right. I'm trying to be like, I actually turn my head. I'm like video like this. Like, I can't see anything. I don't know where it's going. Do something with that. <laughs> <laughs> You need bullhorns. Anything else? Um, what about, since you obviously you've been tuning for a long time, what is something that people should know about coming prepared? What, like, is there something like that? that what like, advice that, could you Something that really, oh, like. Oh, come and get on the dyno? Yeah, like something. Okay. So, yeah, so, so, <laughs> because, man, you know, we've had, we had chat on, but. Was like, should, should we should we should we go out of our way and make like a checklist kind of thing and be like, look, this is kind of what you would want Start to, here. to to look forward to and check like. Wouldn't number so, one be no checking? Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be like no, so, numero uno? No, number yeah, one is my numero start. uno is put some spark plugs in that stuff. Man, bitch. spark plugs. <laughs> so, so yeah, have a checklist. So like so basics. My pet peeve, my number one pet peeve in tuning cars. Is when people bring me a car and I ask them what injectors are in it. Oh, I bought them off eBay. <laughs> so you want me to sit here and guess the dead times? No, I won't. I refuse to tune the car. So before, when I first started tuning, I would tune everything, and to, just to try to you know get the name out there and everything else. But now, I've you know honed my skill to where it's like, yeah, I could probably make it work, but I'm not gonna make it work. There's good injectors out there. Stop being cheap. And they're not Buy, expensive. No, they're not. You, you know, get ID thousand for three hundred bucks. Yeah, man. So, so I'll definitely say like, I'll, I'll break it down like this, and I'll give secrets. Oh shit! So listen up. And, uh, <laughs> Turn out the microphone. And this is uh, this is this is uh, something that I learned, and I took spent time in it. Uh, Jonathan Maris, he was a, a Honda Challenge Honda Challenge racer, who who won three years in a row, two years with a B sixteen. Countless hours on the dyno trying to make horsepower out of a B16. Now, let me tell you, the, the motor had, and this was back in uh, maybe like 2000, say 2010, somewhere around, around there. He brought me the car, left it with me. Hours on the dyno. Talking about, uh, you were already limited in class. So he ran a, I think it was HPD2 or something like that. And the races were always in mid-Ohio. So he's like, look, I need this car to make... 200 horsepower out of a stock B16. <laughs> it happened. So this is when it happened. ARP rod bolts. Uh, he had a, a B16A2 piston because you're limited. He would shave the block so the compression would go up, shave the head. Um, and then he would run a Type R intake manifold with, uh, back in the day, uh, I, don't, I haven't seen him in a while porting any heads, but he would do, um, it was a gentleman from the East Coast that, that, uh, Seth and the the brothers that would use oh, Seth and Josh. Yeah, uh, not Seth and Josh, but Seth, Seth and uh, the other HB. Yeah, Seth and Josh. Is it Josh? It was Josh. No, 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 Josh was PED. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's Josh and uh, Seth. Yeah. No, it's not Josh. Is it? No, jo- Josh. No, Josh. It's... Josh was PED. I know yeah. Josh. But it was Seth and. Uh... But but the heads. 
the head that basically it was a, a good ass valve job in a stock port. And we used that stupid well penis intake manifold or yeah. intake. Yeah. Doesn't make any power. Nope. <laughs> he, yeah, he yeah, actually so you're not supposed to use that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that cause you to lose power? Yeah, it lost power. And so he ended up using a a stock he ended, he used the stock uh, tubing from a type R with uh, the Comtech airbox, the ice box. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah. The number one thing that made the most power, spark plug gap. Bro. Spark plug gap was everything. And like, when, I'm, when, I'm, when, you, when I say you had to squeeze blood out of a turnip, that was squeezing blood out of a turnip. Trying to figure out actual uh, degree on the cam gears and everything else. A lot of people don't understand cam center lines and things like that. Mm-hmm. The, that's what the cam gears are there for. You know, and, and getting a correct center line. So if you have a, a motor that has... Zach, yeah, exactly. Zach, Zach, Zach. yeah. <laughs> if, if you have a motor that that let's say it has, you know, intake header exhaust, you still have to be able to to bring in the sufficient amount enough intake compared to exhausting it. Which why cam gears are so important. That's why, like on a K series, they make power because on on the actual uh, VTC wheel, it's just like a electronic cam gear. But on a B series, it's mechanical. Mm-hmm. So, what I would say is, on an all motor car, usually my spark plug, spark plug gaps are anywhere from twenty eight to twenty five, depending on the compression. Uh, on a turbo car, anything up to zero to 15, 15 pounds of boost, usually I recommend anywhere from twenty three to twenty one, twenty one gap. Now, anything higher higher than that, my personal car, I use uh, eight gap on my car. Um, we tried with Steve and with Speed Factory when they were tuning the car. He had tried 10, 12, blah, 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 so on and so forth, and it wasn't working on 50, 60 pounds of boost. It's blowing the spark out. Um, so that's kind of like my quick, quiet tip, you know? Yeah. Spark plug gap. Spark plug gap is everything. Bro, that is the truth, because when mm. I first turbocharged the fit and we had the stock gap, it was blowing the spark out. Yeah, yeah, you know, people don't understand. It's like, if you don't check the gap, so many times I got on the dyno, and I and I'm you know a nitrous car or whatever. Go to squeeze the nitrous, and it's like, dude, this thing sounds like it's misfire. What's wrong? Did you gap the plugs? Oh no, sorry, the I just put them. Sit pre-gapped on the box. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, and it's like you know, spark plug gaps everything. Uh, make sure you don't have any boost leaks. Good injectors. I can't say that enough. You know. Good injectors are, are so important. My favorite one was when I didn't show up with fuel. You guys want to have fuel for me? <laughs> no. You know, uh, fuel pump, wiring in the relay on aftermarket pumps. So many people are using these these Volvo 400s and everything like that, and they're thinking they're, they're dropping in tank, and they're not. Like, if you pay attention to and read the directions, it needs 12 or, 12 or 13 volt source, not off switched power that comes from a little tiny ass gauge wire yeah. you know but it actually needs constant constant power with the relay into it so it's just understanding the parts that you have and when you install them what's to follow and complement those parts that you're installing yeah. cool. those are my small tidbits that got me all I'm thinking shiny spark plugs <laughs> <laughs> See, my, my motor's all stock, so I just 
Dude, that just leave him alone. You'd be surprised. It works. Huh? It like, works. I, I mean, but like I'm saying, like it just works how it goes, and it works. But like, I'm pretty sure I could find more out of it if I, if I try. And and you know, even like when I had my G35, uh, I was blessed at the time to have the shop, and I had a dyno. I bought five different companies of spark plugs, you know, from Denzel to Bosch to uh, NGK. The list goes on. And I would actually all I would do with the car because it had test pipes and exhaust and intakes. That's all the car had on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would literally go through and gap a plug and put it in and make a pass. <laughs> and it came down to it to where in a G35 and the VQ motors back in the day, uh, like an 0304 motor, uh, a Denzel plug that is a little bit colder with, with a closed gap, I picked up six horsepower. Now, of course, you know, it, you know, six horsepower, it doesn't sound like a lot. But the thing is, is that... So much spark plug change, that's huge. Yeah. Same thing happened in the fit. Like, we, we switched to the Denzel IK2022s mm-hmm. and picked up, like, three horsepower. And then switched to the 20, uh, 24s and picked up some more. Spark, plug is, spark plugs are everything. And so it's kind of like, uh, there's a K-Series car that I'm dealing with right now. Uh, he's using X85 as a fuel. And he's trying to make... He already made... 990 something like that in the car and he's trying to make more he's trying to go to 45 pounds of boost he's switching to aem and all this other stuff he's still on a stock k-series uh coil i told him no mm-hmm. it's like you're trying to make more power you need to go to go to you know external coils and so he actually listened and so you know he went out mm-hmm. and bought the aem coils and he, he went in and read okay wow the stock coil is this much you know amperage and so on and so on and so forth. And then the aftermarket coil obviously is going to be that much more amplified yeah. to burn the fuel. And a lot of guys will want to run E85 and all these things, but they don't understand that, you know, it's alcohol. It's, it's corn. It's alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, so it has to be able to burn. So, you know, spark, spark plugs. That's, that's going to be my suggestion 100% all the way through is, is know what plug you're running and know what gap. So no plugs, no gap, no wood injectors, and just basically... An injector that has a dead time behind it. Now, you know, you have injector companies like 5.0 Motorsports that also modifies an EV14. There's a lot of companies out there that modify the EV14 injector, but not everyone can do it properly. You know, and that's where for me personally, I stick stick behind... Uh, I, I, ideally for me, I like Grams and ID. Those are my two injectors that I like to tune the most. In my own personal car, I have eight... 2200 grams that's what's that's what's in there it works Jeez. it works you know and uh you know just also you know know what you're asking your tuner as far as horsepower don't come in and say oh i want i want 700 horsepower on pump gas it's not possible you know without having any predation that's all dude drew it on Hard facebook box. though what are you talking about <laughs> he did it how come you can't do it be realistic right be, real, be realistic you know it's like okay great you made that power how long does the motor last well, yeah. it's like all the guys that, uh, <clears throat> was it Hush? They're starting to do all the uh, stock motor. Humble? Yeah, humble. it's Humble. That's humble. who it is. Not Hush, Humble. Yeah, all the stock motor cars. I'm just like, that's crazy. Well, it worked. How long it, does that last? It lasts. So the thing is, Full Race came out with a, uh, when they had the turbo kit for the SI came out. Um, they made 600. I've made 550, no problem, on a, a, a pump gas K-series motor all day long. Which is lasts. nuts because five, six years ago... Maxed out K was 450. Yeah. Rods would bend automatically. 450. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> that was the number. 
So you could not do a rod over 450. Back back in the day, I, they're out. Of, they're not in business anymore. They were out of Arizona. They were, it was a fab shop. They had an EK that went that made 750 horsepower on the stock K, Jeez. bone stock K. Damn. Now he ended up going, I believe, like nine seven or something like that, or nine six. But he ended up blowing it up. But that was the most most power I'd ever seen out of a stock K. Now, as far as pump gas K, the most power I've ever made was 800. Damn. But he had a, a Wisco 88 to one piston. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Yeah. But the low compression allowed for the higher boost. The higher boost, and but what I had to do in compensating for that is run less timing. Mm-hmm. So I ran less timing, and I let the boost do make all the horsepower. Yeah. Which allowed for it to to work. To work. You know, but you know, there's there's certain limitations to everything. But the problem with 91 fuel is so inconsistent anyway, and it's junk on the West Coast. So. Well, all fuels. Yeah. yeah. Especially 85. Go test the 85 on the pump. Right? Yeah. That's what I try to tell everyone. It's like, oh, I run an 85. I'm like, sucks for you. Have you tested it? Test it. What do you test it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, test your 85. It's a guarantee you run like E50. Well, it's, it's, you know, another example is so that 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 K that 99 motor, that all motor, mm-hmm. Sonic Soul motor. So that car in the EF, it made 300 at 4,500 feet. And he's like, oh, well, how come they didn't make 350? And I'm just like, well, you gotta understand the way you have them. He had a he's running an ultra ultra race intake manifold that's ported. Mm-hmm. So those runners, let's give a guesstimate that it's between 58 and 60 millimeters. It's not big enough mm-hmm. for, for what, what he's asking the motor to do. Yeah. And he's, he's got like, at least well, a 68, at least. Yeah, at least. And I was just like, the motor needs ITBs. You're choking the motor. There's only so much that I can do. You know, and he's like, oh, but it's on M1. I was like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, the motor's choked. And yeah. that, you know, so the motor's choked, the motor's choked. motor's choked. It's you just could, like, yeah, you could have a thousand horsepower motor if you don't have enough air and enough exhaust. Mm-hmm. You're just thriving. Well, that's like robbing that motor. You know, one of my buddies, he's got a Mustang, and he wanted me to tow him there, so I towed him up there, and uh, he was on the 85 and pump gas, so he he's on that flexible oh, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. So we get up there to AED performance, um, and he tells him put this. I forgot what it was, but it was like this like additive. He goes because California's E85 is so garbage that you have to have this or something. It basically was like drying out them. It was drying out. Wow. And it, it, it was like an additive to help keep the things healthy. And he's like, I've blown up countless motors of cars. And he goes, because of using regular E85, because mm-hmm. it's so unbalanced that you mm-hmm. can never know what you're going to get. So he was like, we put this in there. He goes, we haven't blown up one since. It's not like he's doing it on purpose, but it's like the blowing up was because of the fuel was causing the motor to dry out. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's like, run this shit. He goes, yeah, you put E85, he goes, you put this shit in there. And I forgot what it was, but it was just saying that E85 is so inconsistent and so is the fuels. And we argue with people all the time. Everyone's like, E85 is this, E85 that's like, for what? You know, do something a better fuel. Like VP's fuel might be a little bit better running their E85 because out of it's the can, consistent. it's consistent. Mm-hmm. It's a real yeah. E85. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. tested. Exactly. You got a favorite build? As far as anything, yeah, or yeah, or anything really. I'm a car guy, man, so I love everything. There isn't any favorite build that I have, you know. Like I, I'm definitely a studier of builds, and you know, my Instagram or even Facebook when I'm on there and I see like West Free's car, and you know, even looking at Jamie Marsh's car, you see Sonic's Sonic's all motor car. I mean, the list goes on. I look at uh, um, Fast Guy's car. You know, I just look at all these cars and, and, and their builds and just, 
I'm impressed by the craftsmanship more than anything else. How they take their time to put it together, and you know, they're just solid builds. So. That's one thing I think I, I, I wanted to touch on. I was thinking about it earlier. I forgot to talk about it when you were talking about people building cars and whatnot, not getting discouraged. People take a long time to build a car. People yeah. don't that realize easy, that. Yeah. People here think, oh, I can build it in a year and yeah. race it next year or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, one year. If you have the resources and things are going but even, exactly even, how you're supposed to. Yeah, even then, though, even if you say you had a million dollars, it's still going to take you a while it's because a while. Yep. you got to realize that. Don't get discouraged by, oh, I don't have my car out this year. Keep on building it. Keep well, on going. And so, you know, the thing is, is that's like for me. So that Reading race happened what it's been almost a month now. Mm-hmm. My car's still sitting broken. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been given a deadline by my fabricator, you know, of course, you know, to have it apart by November 14th. But right now, honestly, I'm going to take it apart. And I was talking to, I think I was talking to my son today. And I was just like, honestly, I probably won't even touch it. Won't even spend money on the car till January. Why? Because you got Thanksgiving coming up. You got Christmas coming up. You know, I'm going on vacation in December. So it's just like, for me, I don't, I love racing, but that's not my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you still got to be able to live and have a comfortable life, but still do what you love at the same time. So you got to balance it. Well, that's what I, we were just I, talking I, about. I, we were talking about events coming up and places we want to go and shit like that. And I was like, well, I got, you know, money for this, money for that, money for this. I got other things going on. I was like, I don't know. You know, I'll mm-hmm. let you know after Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. after Christmas or, you know, we'll talk more about it then. But, you know, it, it, it is. It, it, there's there's a balance. But, but in that balance... So for me, I know in my mind, okay, all right, for next season, I'm building two motors. I'm gonna have a backup. And really, and really honestly, when that backup, okay, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy another turbo. So I'm gonna back have a backup turbo. So what's a lot allowed me to have those things is, is that you literally have to have a, another hustle or another grind to pay for your race car mm-hmm. uh, and not take away. You see some people, that's, they eat, sleep, and don't do anything else. They'll lose their family, they'll lose their life and everything just to build a race car. Mm-hmm. No man, it's not that serious. You know, love it. And if you if you can't, let's say I don't finish my car, I'm gonna call and be like, hey man, I, I wasn't able to finish. But what am I gonna do now? Because because I I do have a love for the sport. What help do you need at that event? Yeah, you're still gonna be there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm still gonna be there. Just just because. I think that, a lot of people do that. That if they don't, they get discouraged. They didn't finish the car, or they didn't. You know, finish what they wanted to. They don't go. Period. It's like, mm-hmm. but you can still go and support. Mm-hmm. It's still fun, like you just be in the stands, be in the money pit right there, betting money. Yeah. Even if you only got a dollar, five dollars, I, I can bet five dollars. I went in there with twenty bucks and walked out with four hundred. Yeah. Like literally, I was yeah. like, I got twenty bucks in my pocket. When it's gone, it's gone. Made a ten dollar bet that turned into a twenty dollar bet, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just it, for me, like it's, it's just all the way fun. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the drag strip's the only place I get to see some of my family. I don't see them all the time. But I know race weekend, I know where they're going to be at, they know where <laughs> I'm going to be at, and we hang out. Like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. Like, it's a big family affair. And well, so, that's, that's like us. Like, I don't, I talk to Ken's Race Engines and think that, I mean, online or text messages here and there, probably once a week. But it's the same thing. I don't see them. They're down there. But as soon as the race event is, mm-hmm. we're hanging out, hugging, having fun, having beers, whatever. I mean, it's and it really is a family event. And it know? really is. And it's like, you know, like even when I saw saw Ken, I saw those guys at the track. Mm-hmm. Like they were all, all open arms and a hug. I hadn't seen them in years. Yeah. But see, like, um, 
having my car and being originally affiliated with Steve, mm -hmm. they introduced me to the scene. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like, man, if you're cool and down to earth, people are going to, yep. you know, respond to you in a positive way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, I'm not into it. I see all the shit online about people talking shit about, to each other about whatever. I'm not into that. Yeah. Yeah, I easily could chime in and say whatever, but for what? Well, it's like, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, a certain someone. And yeah. We talk about it, but I'm not going to go online and comment yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not trying to get into that madness. I have an opinion on it. You know, and, you know but I'm not going to sit there and I did, get online with it. I'm sorry. I couldn't take it. I just, <laughs> but I just had to say something. Yeah, you know, so, just, but, oh, there's, there's times. Yeah. <laughs> there's times, yeah, but. Yeah, but, you know, uh, with building the car, it just takes planning. Mm -hmm. And any yes, it does. fast car isn't going to just throw some off-the-shelf parts together, mm -mm, nope. you know, and there's always going to be your signature of how you build it different than the next person. It's going to look the same from the outside. Oh, he has the same manifold, this and da-da-da-da, whatever, but it's the signature. It's your touch. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like Ken and, and ThinkFast said to me at the racetrack. They're like, we get it. You bought the car. We know it's fast, blah, 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 whatever, but it's time for you to make it Yours. Yours. Yep. Because right now, it's still not yours. Even though I took the wrap off of it, it's still not your signature. So that is that is the mindset that I have right now with the car. It's like, okay, what can I change? What can I do that's going to benefit the car and make it go faster? Not not try to recreate the wheel so much. It already hurt me once. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but but make it Andre's car. You know, and and really put my own signature, my own spin on it. Well, that goes, it's like, we always talk about how Randy sold his car to Natty. Mm -hmm. It's not a Randy car anymore, it's Natty's car. He rebuilt that whole damn thing. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Cole and Carrie Bell's car. He bought Carrie Bell's car, and now it's way different. Way different. So, it, it goes in the same thing. It's Yeah, it's the same car. Yes, that's Carrie's S2000, but it's not. That's now Cole's S2000. It's his signature. Same thing with Natty and Randy. It, it's, it, yes, that's Randy's car, but no, that's now his car. I mean, that's kind of like my car. I have some of the same parts as some of these other H cars, and they don't do anything I do because the signatures are different, mm -hmm, like you said. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just the signatures are different. Yeah, that's like we were talking about my build. You know what I mean? It's just, I want to do what they have, but different. It, it was, that's why 100% is right. It's your signature. Yeah, absolutely. You have a favorite build? I love anything fast. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care what it is. I'm I know. I'll say, it's going to be hard for you because I know you're involved in so much. Dude, I don't care what it is. I go to the drag boat races. If it's fast. I watched that last night. Bro, if it's, <laughs> oh, it's nothing like seeing, like, Top Fuel is probably my one of my favorite things to watch from when I was younger. But watching a 200-mile-an-hour jet boat, bro, like, drag boat is gnar the, one of the gnarliest things and the wildest big ball things I've ever well, seen somebody so do. Say you're, at, say you're at the track. And you're off in the pits walking around mm -hmm. or filming or getting food or going about whatever. Is there anything that you like you hear like, oh, you know, Bo Jr.'s up. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta get up there. Is there any car that's like that that you're like, holy usually, shit, I, I gotta watch that Bo car. Jr. usually is like, we gotta go because one is betting and it's like family. And then like for domestic stuff, like at the track, there's a couple small tire cars I always want to watch. And I just watch it in general. Like, yeah. Only, Hell, at a big NHRA event, I, I don't even go down when they, usually everybody gets up after pro stock and go watch. Mm -hmm. You know, I still watch the bracket cars. I'm a my biggest thing is I love pro stock bikes, bro. That is my well, favorite class. It's, it's so fun to watch those bikes. Pro stock bike. That is my favorite class to watch. And they what just was, now broke 200 mile an hour not too long ago. What was a? Uh, he's got a short name, but he 
he was in Sonoma. I watched him win, but he was just like working somewhere, and like he had literally had like after the race, he had to go fly back home or something. I know you're talking about, but like, and then Angel Sanchez is my favorite. Like she's like yeah. That, so those bikes like, are so crazy like to any, watch. Honestly, yeah, I like any, I don't care what it is. It yeah. could be a trophy truck. If it's fast. I just know, like, I, I like have it. a person. You know what I mean? I got a person. But, like, as far as a car If you hear a certain name, you're like, oh, I got I to go. Yeah. Like, no yeah. matter what you're doing. When you hear factors up racing? That's because I'm staging you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, all cars have certain ingenuity that yeah. really, you know, whether it's a limited small tire car. And there's some cars where you're like, God damn, that's just a fast-ass car. You're like... I was uh, was one of Bose events. The dude came from Texas, like, and won. I think it was Rocky Mountain Race Week or something with the car, mm. and the car was just stupid fast. Mustang shock, you know. It was like, dude, this car is had AC still in it. And it was probably a high seven second car. It was like this car is just all the way badass, and I, you can't see that anywhere else. And no. that's why I enjoy those events. And it's like you know, watching Berto beat Bonnie, like. You can't get that anywhere else. Yeah. The way it happened. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, I, you know, anything fast. My favorite is goals. I like seeing people set goals. Like, mm-hmm. say you want eight, I'll watch you. I'm like, holy shit, hell yeah, I'm rooting for your eight. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I got, like, my friend John, John Speed, uh, Speedstar's John. He's been, he's been going for that eight for, like, four years now. Blew a head, blew another head, wrecked the car, you know, blew a turbo. He had issue after issue after issue after issue. But that day he hits that eight, I'll be sure to be on that line and watch him hit that eight. It's like at a Bose event, when you know you're in is when somebody will tell you how fast the car is. Because at an event, you really, 99% of the people have no idea how mm-hmm. fast the car really are. When you can go to somebody and be like, and they're like, you're like, <laughs> or you can be like, hey. I stopped watching my phone and, a lot. And be like, hey, right, am I betting on you today? And they're like. <laughs> like and that's when you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this is gonna be. That's kind of like, like what Mason. Because they, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you, they'll like, be like, you, know, you need to come to, the, you, yes. like, you need to get down there and watch. Some of them dudes will be like, not today. Yeah. Like yeah. the car, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, maybe not, you know. Yeah. But then there's days where there you're like, and then you're like, when you really find out how fast these cars are, you're like, God, fuck yeah. yeah. Like I, also, I know when I you, when you, when you were reading thing. numbers, when you were saying numbers uh, in last event, and then oh no, when we were talking, when you came down to the races, and then. Here's like fuck. Those numbers are fucking. Bro, ridiculous, and people don't dude. understand like That's how fucking fast, stupid, especially in the eighth mile, like how fast those fast. cars really are. And if they knew, they'd be mind blown. Oh yeah. But they can yeah. see it. You know what I'm saying? But they just can't correlate the two. Like, well, when you can hit in eight seconds lower than this. That's <laughs> yeah. wild. Yeah. Like I can count your time in less than one hand. That's nuts. And then most time they're door to door. Yeah. It, it's crazy. If you ain't, yeah, if you're not blowing the tires out, it's door to door. Yeah, it's door to door. Yeah, it's wild. You know, it, import, it, the, that imports could be the exact, but they, they, it's just a mindset. Like, it's, people have to have that kind of mindset. They do, and that's the thing is, is like, like the eight mile stuff, so I'll tell you right now, my mind is continuously working to figure out how to get an import to go eight mile. Now, most transmissions will run, it's all in gearing. So most transmissions will run, up, you know, up sport front guys will run a 4.0, 4.2, and the sport front cars. Mm-hmm. So what happens if I put a 4.5 in there? And I may not run a 8.0, 8 flat, 8.5, whatever, you know. But what if it changes the short track to mm-hmm. the car where the car is, so you know, your low factory five. type R is a 4.7. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so then it changes it. It's kind of like street racing guys. So most of the guys that I know that street race. 
They're running start type R transmissions. Why? Because that first and third is is the race, and that's it. Yep. Now, that granted, most of it's freeway, but they're running a four seven on a turbo car mm-hmm. on the street. Yeah, and a lot of it's displacement too. A lot of people don't realize that when you're running thousand horsepower and only five hundred torque, or you know four hundred mm-hmm. horsepower and a hundred mm-hmm. torque, whatever. You're like, this car ain't gonna leave out of the hole with no, no yeah, torque. Yeah. You're running a V sixteen with a shit ton of boost. It ain't yep. going nowhere. But bringing the gearing up though yep. will actually help with the torque, and yep. that's and that's where it's just like, you know. Talk, I've talked to Mo several times um, with the car. I don't want to just go to an import event. No, yeah, yeah. You know, I want, so there's a Nationals in Vegas. So I'm the same way. With the S2000, that's, that's my thing. Yeah. I want to be able to yeah, do the, both. The, I don't want to just go to SAC and be like, yeah. all right, I'm going to run. I was telling him they have the, the, super, street, the, the, the super street car Nationals in yeah. Vegas. And it's, you know, it's a five, like they have, Bo has a 5 index class. Mm-hmm. Basically, you just, you don't know how fast it is. You just can't run your 5. Um, yeah, faster, faster than five. 5. There's a lot of import cars that could, Front wheel drive cars that run five, two, five, three, and eight that can compete in those classes, mm-hmm. but it just they their mindset has to be well. It's like Fatty, he yeah. ran what five, four? four? Yeah, it's just it's just the mindset of having to this? change your thinking mm-hmm. of hey, I can go race in all these events, I can work on my short track at these events, and then that translates to ET on a top end mm-hmm. at these other events. But people mm-hmm. have to learn that mindset. Yeah, they, they, they get they, stuck in that. When you look at somebody's eighth mile and you're like, oh, he's running threes or low fours or mid fours, yeah. you're like, I can't compete with that. But then there's a 5 0 class yeah. and you're like, go yeah. run that. But, yeah. but the crazy yeah. thing is, like, and then if you get set up, because some of those dudes will run a quarter mile grudge race. So, yeah, he might run 470 to the eighth mm-hmm. or 460 to the eighth in a real drive car. Yeah, but he's, but he's, only, but he's he, doing nines. Yeah, or, you know, he's doing eight. So you can set up yeah. a grudge race. Yep. To where your back end will all the way blow his doors mm-hmm. off on the back end. So it's just, you know, one of those give and takes. Yeah, like, you give him one, you take one. Yeah. It is what it is. And I think that's where, like, if all if anybody building an all-wheel drive car will eventually get to, will understand what they have. Those cars can compete and outdo a V8. And, and short track and a quarter mile, as long as they're making the power. I mean, the prime example is uh, the Super Tech car. That car, seven forty, seven fifty. Yeah, it goes seven forty. You talking about the, the Norris's car? Yeah, yeah the, the the back and blue. Yeah, yeah. So, so that and he built he built two exact identical cars. Well, one's a Bellic car and one's. Oh yeah, no, super it's not Supertech anymore. It's yeah, Bellic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But even even so, that well, he's car. got both. He's got a Supertech car and a Bellic car. Oh, there, yeah. So wait, two. so he built the two coupes. Yeah. So he got rid of the red one then, and only has the blue one. Yes. Um, and then built the two Integras. I didn't know. So, so the, well, it's like yeah. think. Look at look at Stevo's car. Stevo was going sevens, seven sixty five years ago, yeah. four years ago when this whole all wheel drive thing boomed. Where, <laughs> and you he, know what I mean? That was happening five years ago or three other, years ago, whatever he it was. Has a whole other car that hasn't come out. It's a coupe. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a DK, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, everybody thought it was fast guy's car. Yeah, it's, it's that's right. We were talking about yeah. that when it counts. Hey, that's right. But it actually is somebody's old car. The show was. Wow. Yeah, it's it's like you said, the all wheel drive is gonna be crazy once once people learn more about it. There's just not enough out there. I now. think it's I think it's young. It, it's oh, super yeah, it young. Is. It's very young, very in, young in the game. There's so much to learn about that because that's a whole new ballpark. Well, that was like a question I asked. Why does everyone want to run a Wago diff? Why not run a Mustang 88 diff? The diff way stronger, way cheaper, way easier. Don't need to run a viscous coupler. Why why not try that stuff? And everyone's like, ah, Wago diff. I'm like, okay, there's there gonna have to try that small yeah. mind. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be crazy once people start trying these other things. 
Evo divs. I mean, STI divs. That's like when they found out about the Freelander just yeah. a couple. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it's all different. Road crazing is like the D16, the Viterra pistons. Mm-hmm. No, those are GeoTracker pistons. Those are stock GeoTracker pistons. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I swear to God, those are stock <laughs> GeoTracker oh, pistons. The, the target pistons, the those are yeah. stock block GeoTracker pistons. So you're building another one then? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> the rear end couldn't take it. <laughs> Well, why don't you try to put it right back in there? That had been mentioned to me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are Geo Tracker pistons. Those are Suzuki Samurai Geo Tracker, yeah, yeah, yeah. the stock pistons. I think they're eight eight to one compression pistons or something like that. They're like something low. But they're, low. Those are literally yeah. the stock pistons. I think they're nine nine one. But those I think are nine ones. Those are literally. Factory, that's what Speed Factory, factory ran in their, their old D series. Mm-hmm. It was nine ones. So. They're, they're stout. Yeah. Do you have any shout outs? You want to get some shout outs to oh, people? Oh shit, my brother, Bo, little Bo. You can't shout out your brother. He hates you right now. Hey, he goes, he goes, send him a text with the, with the link to the video. Yeah, right? I, I told you I love you. All <laughs> you know, big Bo for just allowing, you know, the imports in because it took a lot and he, he's on board. Like, he's all the way. He was so impressed with, with Reading, it was crazy. So, you know, Andre for helping, you know, everybody that showed up, like, because without them, there wouldn't be no part two. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that's it. You know, the wifey at home, because she don't give me shit for going to the races. <laughs> she used to, because, you know, I play softball and my daughter's at cheer. So sometimes I'm just like gone. And she's like, you know what I do? She got smart. Bet money. Here right. you go. This is home. Slide that bed money over. Like, hey. And then when you come home, I came home with this. Like, Gas money. Here you go. Still something, damn it. You know, just anybody that comes out in 2021, because right. we're trying to do some big things. You know, I'm not in it for the money. Like anything I make, like off the shirts or whatever, and all, I just put that shit to the pot. Like, yeah, we were we yeah, were talking, talking about that after we had talked about that. I was like, I'm not trying to get rich. I'm not trying to, you know, get nobody's no, money. I'm just trying to make it bigger. I'm just better. trying to make it bigger and better for the next man. Like, because I enjoy racing. I enjoy yeah, yeah. seeing it. I like to have it all in one spot. Yeah. Like, so. Cool. What about, what about you? you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, I like to pay homage to people that, that uh, brought me into the industry. You know, so I say my racing family, Mo's definitely that. You know, I talked to Chloe the other day, and uh, definitely all, we always both said, you know, we, we were racing teammates from the beginning. Uh, so, Clovis Holland, uh, you have, uh, man, Chad, you know, watching him when he was with Venom. Just all these. Did all you these guys certain... know he used to race for Speed Logic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a lot of people don't know that. I've known like, Chad for a very long time. I was like, dude, I used to see you. I, every, time I, every time I see him, I'm like, Obviously, oh, y'all ain't watched his episode because <laughs> he was the first one on here. Uh, you know, I'll also say, uh, um, even to even the race, you know, with, with Chris uh, from Hybrid Works coming and helping. Um, and then even Roro, his mechanic, uh, the list goes on. Kevin for teaching me the basics of tuning. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna it that way. <laughs> uh, no. The basics of tuning, you know, and I mean, the list can go on and on. You know, Shannon from Fame Racing uh, for for giving me the fundamentals, you know, of the sport front because I knew nothing about it. You know, and uh, Steve from M Factory, or now just Steve. Yeah. Um, and the list goes on of people. Uh, just got to continue to shine and and do the best that we can to make this sport stay alive. Yep. So, 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's what we do this for. You know, we yeah. put our time, money. I mean, like, we don't make no money off of this either. But we do work hard. A lot of people don't understand what we actually do behind the scenes. All the text messages and the emails that we send out and bugging people to get on the show. And, but, I mean, you know, if you want to buy some stickers, we've got yeah, some stickers. Yeah, buy some stickers. Purchase. We finally just talked about shirts. We got shirts, We too. have that settled, so that's coming for sure. Right? Oh, do a dopper. He did He did me legit on the shirts. And, and if you want to buy some Ray's Energy, I mean, that helps us, Ray's too. Ray's Energy, too. <laughs> And Hybrid Chris, because he went out his way when I first contacted him, contacted him about Reading. He was like, dude, whatever you need. Like, yeah. I'll try and get whoever I can. Do well, that's why I, I said when you hit us up, I was like, anything. I said, let yeah. me know. I said, And he you all know, the way came through. And, and, and I like it that, you know, there's not a lot of funk between people. You know, there's some there's some stupid people, but for the most part, everyone's working together. Yeah. Even though we're your race competitors. Their, they put their yeah. shit but, aside. But, you yeah. know. It's coming together for the greater good of the sport, like I said, which I is awesome. Know, I, I know people from way back. All the new cats, I don't, I don't got no beef with nobody. I don't yeah. think I ever did. So, like, the rest of that stuff, keep that stuff at home. Like, when you get yeah. to the track, you know, let your car do the talk. Leave that shit on the internet. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. let your car, you know, if you want a grudge race, if you think your car really badass, that's kind of why I like, I seen that dream thing with Driver B. He's like, if you want it, come get it. Like, I can't be mad at that. Like, light them up. Like, you ain't all the other stuff you ain't got to talk about. Like, be there yeah. this time. And, and get it in. Yeah. Yep. And that's kind of how a bow race is. Like, yep. yeah, in the beginning, you know, we're our family. But yeah. you know what? On Saturday, during testing, let's get it in. Right? Uh, that's, and that's, it's all a good fun. That's what right? I think is cool about his races is you have time to grudge race and have fun and, uh, and do what you want to make some money, well, whatever. like Mason had called out Chris for a grudge race. And then we, <laughs> I don't know, it was kind of good we sent him on that, told him the hotline because... <laughs> He sent that motherfucking right. rod, but there was a race lined yeah. up between them yeah. two. You know what I mean? Just, just, just for shit. Yeah. Yeah. People want to see it, like, yep. you know. And hold on, I got to shout out your brother. Otherwise, he'll put another bounty on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, that is why he got the bounty man, put on him too. Because I didn't shout out on the on the thing, and he was like, "Oh, you didn't mention me? <laughs> oh, bounty." <laughs> but it just makes it interesting. Yep. You know, that's the whole reason we did the one with Fat Kid. Yeah, it, just extra money on the pot for mm-hmm. more people to come race. Exactly. You know, and, and it also gets more fans. You know, because somebody might not have a fast car, they might have a stock Civic. You know, slammed on some rims, but they say, "Oh shit, there's a bounty, and this is just going but that's down." That's why I like that girl and, coming and, in second, because now the next event. If she had never thought about coming, she she's gonna be there now. She'll, you know, she gonna show up, and I'm pretty sure they're at home working their ass off right now. Exactly, like it gives you motivation. Yeah, that's like, what I said. Dude, it's I just, I just ran against all these guys, and I came in second. It gives you, gives you some fucking hope. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think add, adding on to your guys' podcast, I'll say this: is that I'll extend myself as if anyone that's watching this podcast that has any tuning questions, any anything that I'm, I'm willing to share. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's about. That's what keeps the sport alive. That's what keeps the grassroots to where. You know, we're not charging money. It's like, hey, you got a question? I'm gonna I'll, let me help you go fast. The best that I know. Right. We you know we, I mean? we say the same thing. We try to say it almost every episode. If yeah. you guys have questions, or our DMs, yeah. text messages, whatever, All it's day. always open. All day. Because we know quite a few people. If we don't know, we can ask you, yeah, or we like can ask you, or if, we can ask whoever. You know, you know we don't we, know. We'll ask. You know, shit. The other day, fucking, I was at my cousin's house, and I randomly I'm texting Mason. I was like, wait, hold on, let's call this fool. Him, he'll know. Mm-hmm. Called him, asked him a question. He goes, yeah, it's because this, this, and this. And then, boom, cool. Problem solved. Helped my cousin out. I didn't know shit, but I was already texting <laughs> Mason. And I was like, fuck it, he'll, this fool know that. You know, mm-hmm. I answered and he answered. You know what I mean? So, everyone's helpful. You know, even, you know, guys that have been on the show, they're all helpful, you know? So, it's like, if you got a car out there and you want to run, 
Come to Bodie event. There's a class for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a the limited street well, time. That was the shit that tripped me out. Like, I only knew about the support front row drop, and then Carrie showed up, the and then, the, yeah. And I called, I, I seen him, I was like, bro, I got a class for you. He was trying to get Berto in the 5-0 yeah. class, mm-hmm. and he did, and I was like, I got a class for you. If you can't run the 5-0, you can run the, the real street class. Yeah, yeah. Your car's perfect for it. Yeah. You could have probably won it too, but, you know. Well, it was like, like when I seen Josh's car, I was like, Oh, Travis, what are you doing here? They had, he has a real street for all of yeah. that. Man, he would have put Berto on that property. Money would have shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. But there was a lot of people that won't get that. That want to just. I bet you, honey, would have been in his lane betting. <laughs> That's the whole point is to, to build on oh, yeah. the you know the experience of the race before. Because yeah. even if you'd have went out and lost, mm-hmm. it still has that. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and if you'd have won, it had just mounted even more. Yep. Like, yep. oh, he's part two. Yep. We had, we was in the pits, mm-hmm. and they was like, "Hey, Grace Allwood." He said, "I don't want to be a Monty part two. <laughs> like, the dude really said that. Yeah. He was like, "Nah, I'm gonna leave." Because they were, were trying to set up a grudge race, and he was like, "Where's the car run on nitrous?" And he told us uh, off the bottle. He was mm-hmm. like, "He was like, once you race, he was like, nah." I want to be a Monty Park team. Mm-hmm. All in good fun, though. You yeah. know, Monty's standing there. That was, that was, uh, what was that dude's name? Because that was right there. We were right yeah, there. Yeah, it was the car. Yeah, the silver. Uh, the, the silver car, yeah. Because yeah. he was in the he was betting with us. And yeah. He, yeah and, he, <laughs> and he was like, I ain't Monty too. Nah, nah. He's like, he said, no. I can't. I, can't, I know what, I know what yeah. it looked like, but I just can't. I didn't know his name. We were trying to set up a race off the bottle. Like, hey, let's just make this happen. Da, 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 for all. And he's like, nah. Even a snowmobile showed up. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. yeah, that was weird. We set up a grudge race between him and SVB Carry, but SVB Carry like something happened with the yeah. car, y'all. And, but yeah, so it was just all in good fun. How, where can you go and be like, <laughs> I can race a fucking race a snowmobile? Right? <laughs> I just wow. raced a nine second snowmobile. Yeah, that's wild. Well, shit, man. <laughs> in, a, in a fucking Integra. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? That's the random shit like like you only see on like on YouTube channels. Now, can you imagine that? Yeah, right? Now, can you imagine <laughs> that race went through and Carrie won or it was a door-to-door race and it, it hits Facebook? Or the, the, the shit would have been fucking that viral. Thing won. Yeah, it go viral. Carrie lost. Like, It'd go yeah. viral. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, it would. Just the same thing with like Monty and Burroughs race. I'm sure that went viral. Oh, uh, bro! I, it, last time I saw it, it was like at six hundred thousand. That's views. what I'm saying. That's, that's wild. Like within like a day and a half, I was like, "This is crazy." Yeah. Think if you had someone like him and Bodie Junior race. You know what I mean? Think if you had to import mm. somebody being uh. junior. I'm just saying. Think how. Think how wild that video would go. Something a lot would have to happen. That's yeah. what I'm saying though. But oh, think wow. though, that okay. would be wild to see. Okay, now, someone... now I have to build an S2000. That's pretty. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you think about that. Think how wild that'd be to see a big import name beat someone like Junior. No, for sure. Like right? that'd be wild. Just to see him line up next yeah, to each yeah. other. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can see is S2000, one of those rotary cars from the East Coast. That would even. Oh, yeah. they, they would still, all, I think all import. Real world driver would have their hands full unless it all was, kinds of full unless it was a radio a radio versus the world yeah. style mm-hmm. import car that runs at World Cup they'd have their hands full. I know those little Puerto Rican they run Mazas and they, they have their hands full. Those things are wild. They, they doing this in that <laughs> quarter, bro. They, they right there. Yeah. They, they not far away. It'd be one hell of a race. Yeah. They be, right it, there. It set some some because I, I was watching last year and homeboys said his uh, personally he finally ran a five and he ran yeah. a five fifty. Yeah. 
And he blew everybody else's doors off in the fucking class. He no, was, was five fifty. And that was a quarter. Supermotor. Super yeah. See, it was crazy. It's like none of those cars out here. No. All no. Oh, no. But a lot of those cars are yeah, they're all Puerto Rican. Yeah. They're all, all fucking gigantic ass Puerto Rican flags that come up. You see dudes taking them off after the burnout. And Tire shit. bigger than the car. Because <laughs> like my my brother's end goal, honestly, my brother's end goal is to have the sport front wheel drive and the Volkswagens in the same class. Because they run comparable. You gotta be careful with that, though, because yeah, a lot of those VW guys. I don't there's a, yeah, there's a lot of head uh-huh. head button there. But that's what he wants to see happen. Yeah. But you have that, like you say, you have to have the right people in the right mind frame. Oh yeah. People who think cars are leaking, but they're not. Mm. <laughs> He's got a grudge about that one. We were we were at a race, and he had some water drip out of his exhaust or something. It, it, it wasn't least, even like water, water. At it least was, from the header to the exhaust. Oh, that's what it was. Right? It's so just condensation. It's condensation. My car always does it every morning I start up, and you dude, know, dude, try to get him shut down the track. He's like, "You're leaking, you're leaking," and, and I'm like, "Bro, like, it's water." And bro. he goes, if "You're leaking oil." I pop my hood, and you know. I don't like any oil. I try to keep my shit as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. I saw I'll give you 500 bucks. You find an oil leak on the small motor right now. So he runs. VW comes up next. Blows the motor and rolls down the track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool, so, man. Wrap cool. it up. Yeah. Guys, don't forget to like, follow, share, subscribe, comment the whole thing. Go to events too. You know, right. show up. Uh, you know, like you said, these guys, we're putting lots of money into our cars, you know, and be on the lookout for next time year. and energy time. into events, you know, be looking out for Absolutely. Like so great. you said it was $3,200? It's right now. It's at thirty two hundred. Thirty two hundred dollars for sport front wheel drive. Check right. that that's out. That's what I need. That's what I need. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. That's absolutely no buy-ins. So all buy-ins go straight to the pot. Also. Hell yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Cool. Thank you. See you next one. Later.